Don't look under the internet. I would like to start this episode off with a fun joke, boys. Oh, God. So That's the, That is the worst string of words I've ever heard in my life. So I... I I went to the chiropractor the other day and because my back was hurting and uh, the chiropractor went up to me and was like, all right, so what seems to be going on? I'm like, you know, I think I, I tweaked my back the other day. I need a little bit of help with this. Okay, go ahead and lie here. So I approached the, the bench like, like a court and uh, that's when I started just basically unraveling everything. I uh, I told him all about how difficult it is to put on a, a happy face and how um, every single time I go out into the world, I introduce myself as a whole new person just because it's the only way for me to feel excitement anymore. Um, I often tell people that I am a single man, but I'll keep the ring on in order to cause confusion. I will often often say one thing to my supervisors and management at work and I will not keep up on that end of the bargain. Um, and the, the, the chiropractor, he, he goes up to me, he's like, why are you telling me all this? And I'm like, I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. And I keep going at him and I'm like, you know, the worst part about everything is, you know, I, I came here off of a whim, you know, I, I just felt like it. I just came, felt like coming through the door um, my back doesn't even hurt. And the doctor was like, wait, what? I was like, yeah, my back is fine. And the chiropractor stood there in awe. He wasn't quite sure why I was doing the things that I was doing, why I was where I was in that certain time. And he finally asked me and he said, why are you telling me all these terrible things? And that's what I said to him. Well, you told me to lie here, so I figured I would. Now, can you actually fix my back? Because that was real. What the fuck? I <laughs> as soon as you said the lie thing, I <sighs> I'm going. How <laughs> how do you kick a member okay, out okay. of the podcast? So we have a my... couple uh, fourth wall subscriptions <laughs> that I want to shout out. <laughs> um, we have uh, Kosh. Jalobnak, Kosh Jalobnak, Kosh Jalob. If you keep we saying it, it won't, it won't make more sense. We also, I'd, have, say, I'd say, good name. Good. We can't even read it. That's true. If, That's right. Keep it up. We also, if, you're, if if your name evokes zero emotions in me, good name. <laughs> Very good name. We also, have if that's Mish your real name too, great name. Yeah, Mishkin Mortis. Mishkin Mortis. We also have a few patrons for me to shout out. We have Candy. Hey. Just Candy? Yes, just Candy. How do we feel about that one? I think Candy's Candy, man. I can't really slight it. Two out of ten. It is the season. 
Two out of ten. And then we also have Dark <laughs> Fire Jacob. <laughs> Very edgy. It's Would like MySpace. If there's one thing... Oh, that concludes the house. On to the next section of the podcast. We're talking about Super Mario 64 declassify no no classify not declassify it's not ned's it's not ned's survival guide this is the game yeah. it's classified <laughs> like a document from the government the irs it's yes. classified this is directly from the irs yep I, yes it's weird oh, that the the irs would put out a piece of media like this yes here so we are. boys boys this right here is the type of shit that i love oh i know Th- this is the things <laughs> this is why I we I do the show is for these type of things. It's an analog core, <laughs> but most importantly, I know it's cheesy. But it's not oh, news geez. analog. That's yeah, fair. It's not news it's analog horror. It's not a local 58 clone. I love fair. I love me a <laughs> we'll say I don't think we can. Yeah, we I don't think we can for this one because a lot of the analog horror, I guess Matt and I would say gripes that we have with analog horror don't really exist in this one, so this is a yeah. good one, yeah. Not only is it a good one, but I, I just, I'm a sucker for the haunted video game. Oh, you love uh, that shit, uh, man. Theme, yeah, I love that. Ben drowned this one. Yeah, name another. Um, I love it so much. <laughs> um, the, a bunch of other ones. Yeah, I'm sure there's favorites. a. I'm, I'm sure there's a Sonic one out there. Oh, there is there Needle is. Mouse. So, uh, Sonic.exe. No, Sonic EXE, Needle sure Mouse. Not, yeah. yeah, there's a couple different ones. Yeah. Blue Mouse. Um, but yeah, so, so <laughs> Boomy the Cat. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I found this one and kind of let Jason take the the helm on making the topic for it because I'm bad at making topics and Jason's much better at that than I. I am. think the words you're looking for is outline. Outline, yes. Thank you. Not topic. <laughs> so, but I just kind of like Jason actually made this whole thing. Yeah, I made. The, I am Greenio. Rip yeah, the bandaid off Greenio. now. I don't remember how I came across this, but I was just going through. The YouTube, you know, the YouTube rabbit hole that uh, do, do you watch our the, positions do? Do you watch all those iceberg videos? No. Oh well, well, <laughs> that's how that's how I knew about this. So. Yeah, there's a there's never a, mind. There's actually a pretty well known iceberg video that introduces introduced a lot of people to this. At least the concept of this. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, that. yeah, I know what they are. I know the concept. I just haven't watched one. That's kind of actually, so that's actually where this one starts. Um, there was a picture of an iceberg and there was something from this one that was mentioned in that. And I, we're going to, we're going to hold on to that to a little bit later. Cause it actually makes a little bit more sense to explain this at the very end, uh, but just know you see this, <laughs> essentially you saw this iceberg chart that was all of like the super Mario 64, uh, conspiracies or secrets, or basically it went over like the very surface level stuff that everybody knew about. And then as you go down, it goes through more and more things of esotericism and specialized knowledge and stuff. Um, but that's kind of what introduced the world to this. Mm-hmm. And what, it, what what are we talking about again, Mike? Super Mario 64 Classified. Man, a YouTuber it. named Greenio. Just look at Greenio. Yeah. You'll find him as well. Um, kind of upsetting because this started really popular. Like the first episode has like two, two and a half million views. Yeah. And the next one, it's like, and about uh, 200,000. And then it's like, eh, about 150,000. It just kind of stayed around that frame, um, which is disappointing because it shows how people, like, if you're making an analog horror, like, you got to really blow it out of the water. Otherwise, you just, and keep that same momentum. Otherwise, you just drop in the views, which I think is unfair because this one is fun. I enjoyed it. 
so you want me to start it off, boys? I would love you to. We we kind of have a a decent idea of what this. Do we have an idea of what this is? Like what what haunted, are we getting into right now? It, it, and it, they make it pretty clear on paper. It it's obviously some sort of weird version of Mario sixty four. And you'll notice I'm on brand with Nintendo with all of my Nintendo products on my table. <laughs> and by Nintendo, I forgot about that. I mean my Crash Bandicoot and my PlayStation One. Um, very <laughs> Nintendo of me. Why How you that, feeling, why, Matt? Why was I? <laughs> what? You sound so much better. Yeah, I cleared my <laughs> you get throat. That. Yeah, oh that would God. do that sometimes. That's so much better. So, I'll start it off. We'll just kind of go back a little bit. Um, essentially, what happens here is we get the first video, and it is uh, titled 53097. Sort of like it is a date, uh, May 30th, 1997. Uh, we open up to this glitchy version of the big Mario head in Mario 64, where he's like, it's a me, and you can like pull on his fucking dumb nose and shit. And uh, this looks like it's a VHS recording of someone playing the game. Like they're recording a CRTV of someone playing Mario 64 off of just an old shitty VHS tape. Um, and this or version is like, re- or someone's like recording their shitty CRT monitor with a that too. shitty camcorder from the nineties. Yeah. That's what I, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, you can tell off the bat that this is a pretty glitchy copy of Mario 64. Um, it opens right up after you see Mario's head to a hex code. And when you decipher it, it says something along the lines of every copy. And then you also hear this Japanese narrator that says something along the lines of the fun of Nintendo will be this year. Uh, and it's kind of, you could partly hmm. understand them. It's kind of broken up because the audio is so shit in these old ass games. Um, but then the game cuts and we are now in front of Bowser's staircase, like in the game. Uh, for those of you that don't, I haven't played the game like me. I mean, I at least understand. It, I'm but, sorry. Okay, um, actually, hold on. Before we go any further, out of the four of us here, have we all played through at least like I don't know four I've to played, five hours of Mario sixty four? Does, does my video game hour. of Mario sixty four right here? I don't know, dude. Anything? I have so many Steam games that I've never opened or installed. It's different to have a physical Nintendo sixty four okay. game than a Steam game. So Mike, have you legit that never has plastic wrap on it that I've never opened. So. Ooh, nice. Well see now Wait, that is that like a different logo? Huh? What is that? It looks Japanese different than guy. mine. Oh, oh nice. hell yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. So Mike, you said you've never actually played Mario sixty four. I've played maybe a half hour total. Yeah, I was I grew okay. up on I grew oh, up man. on He's uh PlayStation. PlayStation. PlayStation play- boy. Clearly, yeah, PlayStation yeah. Boy. I mean I know you have a switch now. I've seen playthroughs. I know the game, but anyway, um, but it, for it those that you don't know, you to in order to get to more. <laughs> in order to get <laughs> I'll to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> in order to get to Bowser, you have to go up this staircase, and it leads to this uh this painting of Bowser. And in this game, you jump through paintings to get to different levels. And we start off at Bowser's staircase. Um, you open up the door, and the moment you do is dead silent. The, the music all just stops. Going up the stairs leads to this glitchy text that says, turn back. And then this mad lad of a gamer decides he's going to backwards long jump all the way up the stairs. Because I guess that's a cheat in, or like a speed run hack. In, it's a speed run yeah. thing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it just gets you going it's so faster. much faster. Yeah, it, yeah. It, especially upstairs. Because like you can like, you can like literally like glide upstairs doing it that, like if you do it the right way, you can just be like... Brrr. 
100 percent of speed run. Well, he does that. Otherwise, it doesn't matter. He does that. And uh, as he's doing this, you get these glitchy like images of an evil looking Bowser. Uh, it's like that. It's it's one of the paintings. It's like when you get closer to the Bowser painting, it turns into like flame Bowser. I don't know how to explain it, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, but it's a bunch of those images on the screen. And then you get this text that keeps popping up that says, turn back, please. And it keeps flashing on the screen. It immediately cuts and we cut to Mario on the ground and he's just straight up dead. <laughs> like he's just face down, Bye-bye. ass up. That's the way I like to die. <laughs> and uh, we get another, we get this, the hex code from earlier that pops up. That they is can't the hear that, copy. can they? Do you, do you guys not hear that sound no. effect? Nope. nope, never do. Cool. Did you, you just happened to wah at the same time that we wah. <laughs> Literally exact same time. Yeah, we yeah. have the Mario wah sound. You, the people way, yeah. will never you guys hear this when the difference. episode comes out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so we then cut to uh, Mario, and he fell. He's like falling down, and he lands right in front of Bowser, like it's the final fight against Bowser. And then Bowser goes through his little speech. He's like, "Oh, you'll never beat me. I got the princess." And then it goes to another. Um, text bubble and then uh, the music again cuts away and it's just sitting in silence and the text bubble says it's time to wake up please and then another cut and now Mario immediately just gets like crushed in this like trash compactor like it's the scene from <laughs> Star Wars and uh, we end on that same hex code from the beginning that says every copy and that's the end of the first. Every copy, huh? It doesn't have the every same copy. effect yeah, if they copy. can't hear it. I know. I should, I should the, have boosted the volume more. The wah? The wah? I think Discord wah? cuts it out. I think it does. Like It's it's real loud over here. It is super loud. <laughs> that's probably why it cuts it out. Usually it cuts out loud noises. Oh. Yeah. Fuck you, Discord. Anyway. Continue, Mike. Uh, I'm so sorry. That's okay. I'll continue. So, the next video <laughs> is titled... Uh, September 2nd, 1997. And uh, essentially how this guy starts off is it starts off with the level select screen where the player is taking Mario to bob Battlefield. And the glitches start immediately as the player cannot select any other star quests except for one. Now again, for those of you that don't know, in each level, uh, they want you to collect a certain number of stars. Six. Yeah, and each star, it's like, oh, climb the highest mountain, and not the highest mountain will be a star. Another one would be like, kill the giant turtle, and then you'll get a star for it. Um, suck Yoshi's can, dick. Yeah. Suck Yoshi's that's dick. That's the very last one. <laughs> <laughs> um, they actually have an attachment, an N64 attachment for that one, so yeah. it's like it's a little bit more real. It's the Yussi. It was a very limited run, though. Yeah. Um, I can only find it at the lion's den. Kind of like the power glove. Anyway, <laughs> Mike, keep... <laughs> <laughs> super, super exclusive, like 100 pieces. Uh, Jesus so, Christ. <laughs> so it's it's hard to make out what this select, uh, this star is that it won't let him, that it, it forces him to select, but I think it's just a normal star. I don't think it has any hidden text behind it. Um, but once he selects it, another hex code pops up. And if you decipher it, it says, a fatal error has occurred. Please reset the game system. The title card then pops back up, and it glitches the fuck out, and you hear the Japanese voice say, the fun of Nintendo will be this year. And it goes over and over and over and over again to this creepy fucked up Bowser image. The game then just randomly boots up, and it starts us off in the uh, wet-dry world, which is like a world that... um, 
correct me if I'm wrong because I haven't played the um this it's level. The one too much, with but all it's the one like, where the 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 houses are kind of like floating in water, sort of, and like you can kinda, drain yeah. the water away or you it's, can make it flood. Every star, the the water level is at like a different level. There's like these greenish water striders. There's two separate sections for the whole level. It's a very frustrating level, if I'm being honest. But yeah, any level, yeah. including water, in yeah. the 90s is frustrating. Yeah. It, yep. N64 games and water level is just like oh. nightmare. The only good thing to come out of them just, is the music just, for water levels. It's just yes. Mm. The fucking water, Donkey Kong. Yeah, I used to play the Donkey music. Kong underwater music at work yeah. to soothe me when I was doing repairs. The water temple. The worst part. Of time. Yes. So Kel- frustrating. Dude, Kelly is so playing through that right now for the first time ever, and I told her, "I'm like, look, I will be that little brother for you that looks up shit in like the guidebook <laughs> and tells you what to do." And she's like, "Are you serious? I would love to do that." So that's what we're doing. It's fucking oh, yeah, great. Dude. You got. I, I'll, I'll send you my issue of Nintendo Power. Hell um, yeah. If, Bring me right back to the 90s. Yeah. Um, so after all this, uh, and you're at what dry world, um, the word help just pops up randomly on the screen, just like flash in an instant. And you hear what sounds like, it sounds like cutting noises or like a splashing noise. Um, it also kind of sounded like in, in the game when you are changing the camera angle, it, it's like that. It literally oh, makes yeah. the shutter noise. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Yes, the shutter noise. It kind of sounds like that, but I can't tell if that's actually what it is because the camera is not moving. So to me, it kind of sounds like someone's splashing because it isn't a. It, it is it, a shutter is noise. So when yeah. when you're when uh, when you're playing the game and you're trying to look uh, like an actual direction that isn't where the camera is currently looking at, you had to like actually press a button to mm. get it to like angle differently, and that's that's what you're hearing. If uh, I'm being gotcha. honest, when I was watching this, it made me feel like an idiot when I was playing like the game as it came out when I was a kid mm-hmm. for like camera controls because oh, I remember yeah. specifically not using that close up third person. No, never, never. But to I mean, watch that's how I actually... feel anytime watching Twitch streams. Even if they're not like speed runs, yeah. I'm just like, man. I... I'm an idiot with cameras. <laughs> like oh, fuck. Um, yeah, watching that I was just like, holy shit, why was I fucking dickhead playing this game when I was nine years old? Yeah. Why was I bad at games at nine years old? <laughs> um, <Yeah>. So <laughs> after hearing the sound, Mario runs up to one of the buildings and he kicks it and the whole world glitches for a second. Like everything oh, just gets yeah. fucked up. And then the guy just kind of like the guy playing just kind of like stops. And you could tell because Mario just kind of like sits there for a split second. Just like, what the fuck? And then he kicks it again and the whole world just gets fucked up again. And it looks kind of like a decrepit city. Like, a, a deserted like dystopian hell desert city um would you call it indescribable an indescribable <laughs> horror <laughs> um and he uh and then everything goes back to normal like a, a moment after and so everything's back to the normal wet dry world and you the the guy playing mario mario turns around the corner and this music starts to ramp up and then you see this dead uh, Luigi sitting there. And it's not the same uh, sprite as like Mario is. It's a more, um, it's like, what do they do with uh, Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Adventure on the 64 where it's uh, it's it's like a 3D sprite that they just kind of like stop motion animated to make it look more realistic. It kind of looked like oh, that yeah. to me. Um, oh, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it yeah. looks like, like that how they do like of... the the Gary's Mod movies or like the anything like an engine. Well, if you think about like uh, Donkey Kong Country and like the way that their sprites like actually like look like they're like 
like a video of them moving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're not. Yeah. There's a, there's a name right. for that technique, and I don't know what it's called. Yeah, yeah I, I, don't, I don't either. Like, like the old Batman games and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I, I totally forgot it. Okay. But, um, I, I, okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, but it, it looks like that. Like Real it's a little bit more. Media, is that something? I don't know. Continue. Yeah, uh, it's it's a little bit more detailed than what Mario looks like, anyway. Uh, but once you see this dead Luigi, um, the screen cuts to black, and we get this distorted image of a crying toddler. And mm-hmm. up in the top left corner of the image, you see this Mario slash Wario head. It's hard to tell, it's... Um, but it's got no eyes and a very creepy smile. I'm pretty it sure it's Wario an- because the, the the mustache is. is more zigzaggy. It is. Yep. Yeah. It's it actually that thing that you just talked about has a name. The Wario head. It's just called the Wario apparition. The Wario apparition. Ooh, we'll get to that yeah. later. Most of these things oh, yeah. are just called some description thing. apparition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's um, you no, know, you're not wrong, <laughs> but the only reason I make that distinction is because like this one thing goes beyond the topic we're talking about today. Like it, it mm-hmm. overflows into it. There's like two other ARGs that use it and there's a couple other things that use this exact same like and in other concept videos yeah. Greenio's even using them. Yeah. Um, it's super creepy. I lo- like I fucking yeah. love it. It's a fun time. This whole thing is fun for me. I enjoy it thoroughly. Yeah. Uh Underneath the crying kid in the picture is a bunch of uh, N64 cartridges as well. There's like four or five of them there, I think. Uh, the image glitches away, and then we hear what sounds like Mario just crying out in pain. Or at least I, th- you think it's Mario right now. I don't think it actually is, but we'll get to that another time. The last video that I'm going to cover right now, uh, this bad boy is labeled December 20th, 1995. That's weird, you might think. Michael, you just covered two from the year 1997. Why are you going back to 1995? Well, go over that, silly. Give us some time. You silly. Well, what this is, is... Give us time to forget to talk about it. Yeah, give us time. We'll say we'll get back to it, and we never will, because that's what happens every single fucking week. (laughs) So, uh, this is a commercial on Cartoon Network, and uh, we're about to uh, get into this show called uh, Mighty Man and Yuck. And uh, before we do that... Here's a commercial for Mario 64, but not the Mario 64 that we recognize. This one is powered by the all-new Nintendo Ultra 64 video game console. It, oh, it's so big and oh man, it's power powerful. It's ultra. Oh, it's ultra. It's it so strong. <laughs> it ultra. is ultra. It's plus ultra. <laughs> and uh, go beyond. Go beyond. <laughs> and some of the things in the game look different as well. Um, Mario actually gets this power bar when he is going to ground pound some of the enemies like the thwomps. Uh, he also dives into the ocean and instead of getting a, uh, a health meter, it just says power eight. Um, you, the font is also different from what we know from the Mario font as well. Um, the narrator then goes on to talk about all the awesome levels and abilities in this game. And then we enter a doorway and that is when the narrator says, Will you play the game, or will it play you? To which we see a very creepy Wario apparition head just floating around in the distance. Uh, he's just kind of chilling there. So as we see this creepy Wario head floating in the distance, we cut away to a test screen um, saying, this is only a test. This is a uh, broadcast alert. This station is conducting emergency tests. Um, don't be alarmed, yada, 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 all that stuff. 
and then it cuts, and that's the end of the video. Ironically enough, because tomorrow is when our phones are about to explode because the tests are going to go off. Oh, yeah. And they're putting the 5G into my ears. Now, you mentioned these things, but, like, is this commercial or ad or whatever just an ad for, like, an early version of the game? Because the Nintendo Ultra 64 is what the Nintendo 64 was called in its early stages. Mm -hmm. And the differences in the interface that you pointed out, like, the different font and stuff, like, we talked about that earlier, how it matches with the beta versions of the game that we know. So, like... yep. But why would they make a commercial for a beta of a game? I mean, I think you make, I think people, they make commercials for or advertisements for stuff that hasn't come out yet all the time. Oh, oh, oh! Do they <laughs> yeah. answer do for they? everything, Matt? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they announced and showed footage of Starfield like three or four oh, years ago. Oh, did you, they? Have you not they remember did. the Watch Dogs controversy where they like oh, did like a whole God. fucking demo of Watch Dogs and it ended, and then like three years later they released it and it ended up looking way worse. Oh, they pulled a cyberpunk? Like it. You mean like Starfield uh, this, did? They pulled a cyberpunk? I mean, all, all these games have like very similar stories, but Watch Anything Dogs by, is really bad. What is that? Red Critical? Is that the the, the company CD that... CD Project Red? CD Project Red, yeah. They suck. They always do that. They make nothing finished shit a lot. CD Projekt Red was actually regarded as like one of the better developers and always releasing polished games until Cyberpunk destroyed their reputation. Yeah, that'll happen. But that is the first three episodes of season one. Season Juan. 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 Well, there are four more episodes of season one. So get the fuck out. Whoa. (laughs) I found them. I went to YouTube. I clicked on the playlist and I found them. It, it was pretty Whoa. difficult, but I, I pulled it off somehow. So the fourth episode in season one is called One Twenty Two Nine Six, sensing a trend here. So catchy names, yeah. the The tape in this video is actually like submitted by or was given to them, I guess, by a different YouTuber named Mario Nova Sixty Four. And this one's a lot longer than the first three episodes. The first three episodes are like one minute and some change. This one's about five minutes long. So uh, there's some super funky shit that goes on in this one. So it opens up with just a video of Mario running around outside the castle in the courtyard area. And there's a message on the screen, though, that says, Player 2, no input, down in the corner. Um, And this is an error message that you're not supposed to see in Super Mario 64, at least not one that I have ever seen. And so after a while, he finds a pipe on the wall in the castle and he goes through this pipe but it just takes him back outside of the castle uh so then he runs around some more and he eventually runs up to the fence that blocks off the moat in front of the castle and like glitches through it like clips through it and then falls into the water and he swims around for a little bit and then the screen gets all fucky and like goes like super high contrast and the water gets black and then mario gets teleported back onto the bridge in front of the castle so he runs back out into the like courtyard area in front of the castle and jumps inside of the cannon. And the cannon is like a it's an extra feature that you get at the end of the game in uh, Super Mario 64, where if you have 120 stars, you can launch yourself on top of the castle. So he climbs in it and he launches himself onto the cap the castle and he lands on the roof and slides down it. And when he does, uh, he like falls through the roof into a small hallway 
And he walks a little bit of the ways down the hallway and he sees this thing on the ground and I can't really actually make out exactly what it is, but he can interact with it and it like pops up a text box and it uh, tells him to leave over and it over again. Like, it just says, leave, leave, like leave, a, leave. It looked like a dead Mario to me. It looked like something like a, dead, like but I couldn't down. tell what dead character it was supposed to be. I or, think it is supposed to be Mario and I'll touch into why later. Okay. Well, uh, he'll touch on dead people. I also he'll thought touch, it was something touch dead. Some dead people for us. But it tells him to leave over and over again. Um, and then eventually he closes the text box and then just walks through the door next to him and continues down the hallway. And Ignoring after, this thing's warning. Right, he's like, hey, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> this is probably fine. So eventually the whole screen starts getting darker and darker and darker. And then a bunch of text flashes up on the screen that says, get out. So to cut this short, a little bit shorter... He basically just ignores all these warnings and just keeps walking through hallways. And there's more hallways and they're, they're different colors. And it's basically like this huge labyrinth within the castle. And at one point, he finds a sign that says, Please walk qui- quietly in the hallway. Do not awaken him. The exit is behind you. Exit while you can. And so Mario spins around and the hallway goes completely dark behind him. And what do we see at the end of the hallway? None other than the giant fucking Wario face from earlier. <laughs> So Mario turns around and he just like gets the fuck out of there. And he walks around in some more hallways and eventually he ends up in like a really fucked up version of the courtyard area outside the castle. And it's like all orange and shit. The fence is missing around the moat. Um, And so he jumps back into the water and starts swimming around and starts to swim down. But this time the player completely loses control of Mario and a second error message pops up on the screen that says player one, no input. So it's like the controller got disconnected and it just stays that way for a while until Mario eventually drowns to death and text pops up on the screen that says leave. And then we get an error message that is similar to the one that Mike mentioned before that's encoded that is a hex to a shift cipher that says ignorance is bliss. And then in the background, there's some Japanese audio, and it translates to "the fun of Nintendo has just begun." So the description of quick, this video is supposedly quick question. yo. Quick, quick question for you: Did you, so? Did you notice in this video when uh, Mario's uh, when the player one thing gets disconnected? Did you notice how frantic the player was when they were trying to get it? To yeah, they're like smashing Mario the button. fucking buttons and shit. And then it slowly starts to peter out towards the end, almost like they're running out of air. Like the real life person is running out of air. It all to me anyway. When I saw this one, it seemed like they were like frantic at first, almost like you would be when you're drowning, and then you slowly run out of energy. Yeah, and then there were there were no button presses anymore towards the end. I don't know. Or if it was could a just thing. be like giving up. Like fuck it. I guess this is just what. So it yeah, is. that. Also, yeah, that. I don't know if this was a... Fucking water levels? Yeah. Decision? (laughs) Like, Like, eh, fuck this. That's all. I just wanted to point that out. So the description of this video says, Supposedly, this is footage cut from a stolen beta cartridge intended for E3 96. Note the player 2 input suggests that a two-player mode is still being functional in the game state at the time. Every copy of Super Mario 64 is personalized. So, (laughs) moving on. The next video in the series is one fifteen ninety five, and this is a mixture. It's similar to like the advertisement 
material from one of the previous videos, but it's a mixture of what appears to be like some very old beta Mario 64 footage mixed together with some images of a script for a commercial. And so this script is clearly meant to be an advertisement, like a Nintendo Power advertisement for Mario 64. And it details a mobster from Sega and Sony. And they're like kidnapping an employee from Nintendo and holding them hostage and trying to interrogate them to figure out what Nintendo's secret is. And they just keep talking about this secret that Nintendo has that they want this employee to tell them. But there are also some notes that are written on the script by like either an editor or an executive or something who is reviewing the script. And they have notes on some things that are like, this sounds too cheesy. You need to be more specific about this. But the last page is completely covered with a post-it note. And it says, shelf the video. The game got delayed. So after that happens, we get some footage, like I mentioned, of a beta build of Mario 64. And it goes through a few things that are supposed to be in the game. And one of those things is cold, cold uh, crevice, which is a rumored area that was not actually in Mario 64 uh, inside Cool Cool Mountain, which is the, like, obviously the best fucking level Is that in the, the game. one where you drop the penguin off <laughs> yeah, the cliff? It's the penguin yeah, it's one, where yeah. you drop the penguin and then you slide, you race <laughs> the penguin mom down the mountain. Yeah. Absolutely. Best level in the game. So um, the video glitches out when it gets to a section that says, demonstrate fourth floor. And this is alluding to a fourth floor of the castle, which... The Super Mario 64 that we have is only three floors, the castle. Um, so then we get another page of the script that says, has another post-it note on it that says, stop sending these scripts. The game is delayed. And behind <laughs> Someone's it, just tired of their shit. Real quick, in the IRL <laughs> iceberg, the fourth floor is an iceberg. Yeah, hint. it's one of the iceberg hints. It's it's kind of it's down there, but yeah, we're well, slowly moving our way down. There are allusions to a lot of things that are in that iceberg that pop up throughout this. Oh yeah, um, like the second the second player thing from the last video. There's yeah. a conspiracy theory that Luigi was supposed to be, and well, I guess there was a, like a really beta build where Luigi m- may have been in the game, but and like, in the uh, the DS the DS like port version where you can yeah. play 64 yeah you can play as luigi in that one too. but there's a conspiracy theory Luigi-y? that like luigi is actually in the game somewhere you just have to figure out where oh like, shit whatever. so it's l is real is the l is <laughs> real for l sure is, yeah, yeah, yeah l is real on the fountain take the black potato yeah chip. okay yeah we, we all know potato chip and i eat it <laughs> and anyways <laughs> um so stop sending these scripts the game's delayed so behind this post-it note you can see parts of a word of some words, and they say demonstrate. So this is something. Asian, a dot something. What does he and want with Asians? A- <laughs> T-I-O-N, not Asian. <laughs> Jeez, Mike, can you not temper your racism for one episode? I know for one, one episode, episode man. One episode. That's all we need. Just one episode. We're going to get fucking monetized and then demonetized so quickly. So fast. Ah, what so you now do? I've lost my place in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a dark hallway and there's a Bowser painting in the Whoa. back. And so suddenly a figure of Mario pops up into the frame, but he has no eyeballs. 
and some text pops up over his face and it says, I'm not having fun. Like, I'm not having fun reading my own notes right now. <laughs> so then we see a sequence of four black and white screenshots and we see some text that says, find the way to the fourth. End this once and for all. It's time to wake up. So we get some more canceled promotion tape uh, that would have been given out. And so um, the description of this video says, this is a canceled promotion tape that would have been given out by Nintendo Power and had the game released in December 1995 like it was planned to. Uh, None of the live action segments were filmed, and it seems that even the scripting session had to be cut short by the game's delay. Some of these ideas, as you may have noticed, were reused in the Star Fox 64 promotion VHS. Every copy of Super Mario 64 is personalized. So... That keeps coming up. It does. It's almost like that's a central it's theme of this entire thing. Well, so, they didn't have the internet back then, so they really had to make some sort of selling point. They still had the Xanadu hyperlink project. You had to make infinite using. content Hell somehow. Hell yeah, yes. When you couldn't pawn it off onto people in their bedrooms. Are we going to do a, an, like an, an overview of the Xanadu hyperlink project? Because I feel like we've referenced it enough to... We should. Have to, we have to say what it is at some point. Maybe not right now. It's a whole other episode. But. Probably. If Let's this it, podcast guys. keeps going, eventually we'll just turn we're into a random an hour, everything. an hour of just tech. I talk. love love the vote <laughs> of confidence there, Matt. I love it. What? Because I said if. If this podcast <laughs> keeps going, if if we manage to stay afloat by the grace of God, if we don't the seat of our goddamn underpants. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this weekend will be telling have never been stronger, boys. <laughs> Hell yeah. Stonks. Stonks. <laughs> big, big stonks are big, happening. Also, Doug and I are, Doug hands. and I are, are playing the uh, Janine drinking game. Anytime Janine says to take a drink, we do. We do that. That sounds like the best drinking game. Anyway, moving on to 914.96. So, uh, the description of this video reads Yoshi's short cameo at the end of Super Mario 64 left many confused seeing as he seemingly ends his life at the end of his dialogue normally he is nowhere to be found though this footage shows a cut event that was somehow activated presumably by the personalization AI hey that's what the Asian in Mike's favorite page in the script was should this event be triggered the game will enter region lock mode and there's nothing that can be done to revert it back to its original state Every copy of Super Mario 64 is personalized. So what it's referencing as... (laughs) You know why I'm pressing that. No, I heard heard it. (laughs) Perfect. So what it's referencing with Yoshi ending his life at the end of Super Mario 64 is when you... At the end of the game, if you launch yourself onto the roof, you can talk to Yoshi. And after you talk to him, he just like fucking yeets himself off the roof. Yep, so, straight, straight on alives. He goes, yeah. "Good job, you did a good job with the game." Bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> so, is that all Yoshi does? Like, that's yeah. the only context of Yoshi? you can't use him. Like, he, you just talk to him for four seconds after you get 120 stars, and, and then you get it. a flying hat, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, for the top Yoshi. of the castle, so you can fly around the outdoor yeah. level, pretty much. So, <laughs> this video shows that interaction with Yoshi, but it's slightly different. So. Um, it starts off with somebody trying to start the game, but they're having trouble doing it. And there's an error message that pops up on the screen that says uh, that translates to "leave us." And then they do eventually get the video, uh, the game started. So we go into that interaction with Yoshi, and the dialogue that 
we have with Yoshi is mostly the same, but it's a little bit different at the end. And so Yoshi normally mentions that he's been waiting on Mario. Um, but in this part, he also tells Mario that, you know, they said they were waiting for you too, but they weren't as patient as I was. My task is done here. Go finish yours. And then he yeets himself off the roof again. And then the game gets all <laughs> fucked up and like the roof turns black. And there's an error that pops up on the screen about the game being region locked and that you need to put in a cartridge for the right region, which is interesting because the N64 didn't actually have region locking. It had physical region locking where there was like plastic tabs that kept you from sticking the wrong cartridge in. But as far as I'm yep. aware, there was no software region locking no. of any kind. So there was, there was not. Um, but anyway, after that screen, the the screen goes black and then um, we get another message that says you don't ever listen, do you? And then it fades back in and Mario's standing underneath a light and there another, another message appears that says we were given life, we chose to rest and we were forced to linger. And then Luigi and Peach like fade in in the background behind him and then there's a couple more messages and it says it isn't fair but they didn't care. And then the tape ends and there's a black screen with one final message that says, do you? So now we rock on back to something that is definitely not that. Hold on. I wrote 97 and there's no month 97. All right. 929.95. Picture of a computer monitor. That's what we're get, we got now. So this is actually like a picture of a computer monitor and it's a development system with a game on it and this is actually here's where i'm going to learn you something else it's an sgi indie workstation which is well, actually ooh, yeah the, the type of computers that this. they used as development systems for the nintendo 64 because it was one of the first personal computers that you could buy with a 64-bit processor in it which is why the nintendo 64 is called the nintendo it's 64. called the n64 yeah so you are learning that explains some stuff. why the Nintendo 32 was called the th Nintendo 32 because it was 32 yeah. bit. Exactly. Uh -huh. And then the Super Nintendo 16 is, you know, yeah. 16 bit. <laughs> <laughs> and the Atari was just the Atari one. Because <laughs> it was one bit. One bit. It was only just, it was on, it was, the screen was on or it was off. That was all you got. <laughs> that was, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a box that just flashed in your face. God, we are fucking nerdy. Holy shit. Anyway, keep going. Anyhow, so I like this detail about this series. I was yeah. I was happy about this. That's very anyway, fun. so somebody uh, punches something into a command line on the screen, and the game loads up, and we get footage of what is allegedly the fourth floor itself. So everything looks a little bit janky. It's mostly just some hallways with like a tile floor and some blue and orange walls. Um, and Mario just kind of walks around for a while and there's some booze that are floating around and he kills one of them and then he ends up in a kitchen and there's a cake in the kitchen and the cake is actually a reference to the end of Mario 64 Por where Peach offers... Portal? Use some cake? Well, well, Portal may be a reference to this game. I was thinking about yeah, that earlier. Portal actually. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure... But anyhow... I'm sure there's an answer for it later, but I notice a common thing in all these videos. He always kills the booze. He he, he like goes out That's of his way. That's because Mario's an alcoholic. Bravo, bravo. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Me and Jason both like paused and were like, "Wait, what?" 
<laughs> he's like, it always kills the booze, and we're like, as in, we're in, in every video where there's booze, he goes out of his way to kill at least one he, of he them. He always do be punching a boo in the yeah. face. I wonder I if that's well. a thing for something. We'll see. It might be. Might be. I mean, do you not fight all the enemies in a game? No, oh. this honestly, I get what you're saying, Mike. This this it seemed malicious. Because some like, womps show up later and he doesn't even fuck with them. He just like and he, runs around. Can you kill a womp though? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well you have to like, round pound them, I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But seriously, like, he goes back. out of his way. <laughs> like he's he's unnecessarily hostile towards the booze. That's what it yeah. is. They fall on their face, and you got to ground pound them in the back. <laughs> you got you to pound that ass. You got to pound them in the back. <laughs> yep. Maybe he's afraid of ghosts. <laughs> Anyhow, back shots. I'll just anyway. Oh fucking god, Mike. Anyway, there's a kitchen. Most <laughs> of the floor is like completely abandoned. Eventually, Mario finds Toad, and Toad tell uh, Toad is like Mario, what what's up? How'd you get up here so quick? And then he says, did you find all the stars? Oh, man, I can't believe they didn't tell me. Oh, well, it's pretty peaceful up here. Make yourself at home. And so he walks onto the balcony that's next to Toad, and a screen pops up that says, the statue. And so he walks around some more, and he finds a statue. And when he looks at it, another screen pops up. Like, it turns black, and it says, go to the pipe. Reach the core. Destroy it. So he wanders around the floor. Which statue was that? Huh? Which what was what was the statue? Do you the remember the statue? It's like a little silver thing. I don't actually know what it was. It it kind of looked like a little cup. Okay, okay, I know what you're talking about. Like it actually literally just looked like a little like trophy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't I'm, know if it had any significance or not. Yeah, it just looks like a like a. I, I don't, I don't remember it in the actual game, but it. it I think from, Doug might know why I'm asking. Okay. Although honestly, you you might not. It might be. It's because it ties into uh fucking um. The inter- the, we'll get there. We'll no, get I was there. gonna say it ties into Mister Manicor's. You know, fucking. Oh, I don't know. I um, excellent cross you air have, or fucking it. analog horror. You have po- pollination. Fantastic. Monument mythos. Oh yeah. Oh. Okay, sir. Keep going, Matt. Keep going, Matt. I'm trying. <laughs> I know it's our fault. Between Janina's, my notes and you guys, Janina's fucking Jason up right now. She really is. Doug and I are happens. playing a drinking game that anytime that Jernine tells us to drink, we do. And it's, Yeah, you told us not, that like maybe 10 minutes ago. It's not going ago. well. Right? Yeah, that's how bad it's See, going. that's how I know Jernine is fucking Jason up right now. <laughs> so anyhow, he need, Mario needs to go to the fucking pipe. He needs to reach the core. He needs to destroy it. So he wanders around the floor some more and the music in the background is like getting slower and slower and slower and he jumps into a pipe. And there's some more booze, and there's some womps, like I mentioned. And eventually, he finds a wall that has a section in it where the texture is, like, different and kind of fucked up. And he jumps through it, and he ends up in a room, like a small room, and it looks super unfinished. And inside the middle of this room, there's a a cube floating. And he walks up to it, and the messages tell him to destroy it. So Mario, like, punches the shit out of the box, and then messages start popping up that say, leave. It's all over. So more messages are like popping or like images are popping up on the screen. It's like super fucking flashy. There's a bunch of static and shit. And then then we see images of Mario and then we see Luigi's dead body like as it appeared earlier in one of Mike's videos. And then we see Yoshi's body and then we see uh, like a bunch more static and shit popping up. Then there's like some horrible screaming in the background. And then outside of the game like in the background of the video you can hear a thud 
and it sounds like someone falling over onto the floor. That's and no good. Yeah, yeah, no, that's not, that's not good. That's not good. Highly, highly, highly recommend keeping this whole thing in mind right yeah. now. Oh, yeah, 100%. This yeah. is a big moment for this. Especially the bit about Mr. Manicor and the Jernane drinking <laughs> game. Very important. Yeah, the, that, yeah drinking. Those are the most important. The tie-in yeah. why with fucking twice. Monument Mythos. Yep. All yep, makes yep. way more sense later. Yep. So, so then there's <laughs> we'll, a, we'll, we'll tie it up. <laughs> then there's like a black and white error screen that's like a system error. And then after that, like a screen pops up and it's like a painting almost. It's like a framed picture of Mario in the foreground and he's facing away and he's, it like kind of looks like he's in heaven. He's like on top of some clouds or some shit and he's looking at uh, Luigi and Peach who are like standing there greeting him. It's kind of like they're greeting him at the pearly gates. And that is the end of season one. (gasps) Something fucked up happened. Something fucked up did did fuck. Do you think they got renewed for season two? I think they did, Mike. I do. But on a different network, like Hulu or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, FX picked them up this time. So. Did they? Uh, did they get enough uh, backers on GoFundMe? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I think enough three executives Comcast. rolled some dice real quick, and uh, they decided what this was going to be about. No, so season two it begins with a video called Prologue, aptly named. Um, it's about six minutes long, and in the description, this is what we see: unauthorized amateur footage of two previously unseen areas of the Space World 1995 build of Super Mario 64 captured on the show floor of the event. Curiously, the presence of English in-game text suggests that it may have been misplaced development cartridge intended for showcase in the West, which leads me to believe this is the the English release versus the Japanese. Um... At the end of this, we get a very simple statement. Nintendo's fun is eternal. So, the actual video, um, we essentially get a uh, a welcome to Wonderland, if you will. Um, you start it up, and as soon as Mario spawns, you get this text that says, Welcome to Wonderland. No, welcome to Mario Wonderland. If you're the adventurous sort, pay a visit to the castle ahead. And whoever's controlling Mario then proceeds to enter the castle and a text box shows up saying this castle is exclusive to the show. It's connected to a variety of worlds. So open the doors ahead and get adventuring. And after that, the player uh, tries to enter a painting, but can't. And there's a sign near said painting. This is one of the very basic levels from Mario 64. Um, There's a sign that says to do implement painting warp. So very clearly, this is a very early build of Mario 64 where all the bugs have not been worked through. People have not completed levels uh, super early. Um, it's a rough after draft. This, yeah, basically, rough draft. Draft one. Um, the player then explores the castle using Mario uh, until they enter a this door. And instead of... So, like, if anyone's played Mario 64, you know that levels exist within paint. No, nobody's played it. Huh, weird. At um, least a quarter of us haven't. <laughs> at least a quarter of us. Um, so this is actually, uh, Mario enters a doorway, and there's a menu that asks them to select a stage. And it says continue, and it says number one, River Mountain, and then two, three, and four are all just fucking blank. Then it says back. Um, the player 
selects the river mountain one and essentially it's a, it's very similar to like the bomb battlefield like the the level one of super mario 64 it's just it's a little different there's no like when you get to that hill portion where the cannonballs are rolling down the 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 uh the actual mountain there's a there's this whole like cliff and bluff section uh there's a peak on the mountain there's like there's some very distinct uh differences in this actual version um once you get there if you go over this river you essentially get to uh this like underground entrance area um and it's full of uh full of bombs that have gone crazy um and then you find this yellow bomb buddy if you guys remember if again if you have played so everyone here excluding mike um, if you remember the bomb buddies, there's these little red bombs that open up cannons in whatever level you're on. This one's yellow and it looks kind of angry. Um, and it uh, it essentially says that the the bombs in the town have gone crazy, and the only way to fix this is to flood the town. So, essentially, Mario ends up finding a way to climb up to like this this ledge that's over the town with this crystal. He presses the crystal. As soon as he walks through it, the water level rises. Once that happens, you can get yourself over to this big switch. It's a big yellow switch. So Mario jumps on it. You get the switch noise. um, And the game just glitches the fuck out. And you see this, this like faceless, like it's, it's Mario, but it's Mario without textures on his face. Mario's apparition. Yeah, we'll okay. call it Mario's apparition from here on out. I think. Wow, original. <coughs> um, so after this happens, you get a bunch of glitches. Uh, you see a crash handler, which is essentially like the text you see after a game or a program crashes, and then the video ends. <coughs> uh, after this, we get another video called Snow Level Playtest. This one's about seven minutes long. In the description, we get uh. It says video shot by former playtester at Nintendo, presumably for friend to see. The level shown seems to be a scrapped third snowy level seen here replacing the shifting sandland. If you guys remember shifting sandland, it was that like hidden wasn't level that, in the basement. Wasn't that a D and D podcast? <laughs> you know, I think it's also a D and D podcast that it, that it we gave it up on. Ended, two years ago. It ended way too quickly. And I'd love to see it come back, but we'll talk to the people that are in charge of that. And we'll see what they can do. It's all canceled. <laughs> I think they might have. Um, so this one, this this brought me back because Shifting Sandland was one of the hardest levels, in my opinion, with like all the different ways to die. This it's is reskin. Infuriating. It's infuriating, is what it is. Inside the pyramid, you're fine, but outside, you can go fuck yourself. Um, but this is actually like a, this is a beta test for that level that was, it was snow themed. Um, apparently there were three different, God damn it, Janine. Um, <laughs> God damn it. That's my mother. Uh, so this was, this was, uh, this was a sand mom, level and it was skinned as a snow level. Um, it was very strange to watch, especially for me, because again, I struggled so hard with the sand level. Um, and again, at the end of this description, we get the catchphrase, I'm guessing, for this whole season, which is, Nintendo's fun is eternal. 
Um, this video is all about a play tester who is tasked with looking for, uh, for like collision um, problems within this level. Um, they do find one on like this parapet that's just kind of sticking out. Um, they find the collision. They say this might be frustrating, and eventually they find this uh, this entrance to a basement level. Um, it's this warp zone, and it's 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 almost like the structure that existed. At the be- it's 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 supposed to be the pyramid in the shifting sandland, but it's a replacement, and it's called Bowser's Outpost. Apparently, uh, the star name is called atop Bowser's Outpost. So. They climb this tower. Oh, right. I'm so sorry. You do see the title of this level. It's called Chroma Lands or Chroma Tundra. Um, you find basically you enter this area. You see some collision happen. You find a pipe it's covered in boxes. You enter this weird level and this guy is playing it, playing it, playing it. And all of a sudden you get an interruption from somebody entering this man's like work office. You learn this guy's at work and he's playtesting this. Somebody enters and he goes, hold are you going to the, the New Year's Eve party? Wait, are you recording this? And he goes, no, I'm not recording this. Also, I'm, I'm a yeah, liar. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, 100% being a liar. Um, and he, he essentially he talks about this New, Year, New Year's Eve party. Um, he comes back later and he asks about uh, a guy named Jim who might have stolen a cartridge. Um. The guy that we're watching doesn't know anything about that. Can never trust a gym. Never trust a gym. You can't. So anyway, the tester navigates the rest of the level after dying once. Um, As he does, he gets respawned, and he eventually gets to the star atop the outpost, and that is the end of this video. Well, next one we get is called uh, Deeper Cavern. Again, just about seven minutes long, and this one takes place in the Hazy Maze Cave in Mario 64. I remember this one because it took me fucking forever as a child to figure out that you had to ground pound the back of that goddamn swimming Nessie in the bottom of this level to get the star, but <laughs> it's got a special place of frustration in my monster. heart. Yeah. All, all those, all oh, those things sound fucked up. <laughs> yeah, they, you know what? That's not a great sentence. You, you, we'll just skip give, right past it. You gotta give the underwater Nessie <laughs> back shot. <laughs> <laughs> to get a golden Yeah, exactly. Star. See, Matt gets it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So essentially, one of the things that most veterans of this game know is if you go to this area, you can either get a star or you can navigate away towards the side of this cavern to go to the metal hat unlock area, which unlocks a giant portion of the game. Um, so this man, whoever's playtesting, does go uh, end up going to the, the metal hat unlock area. Now, if you've played Mario 64, you know that the metal unlock area is like this raging river that you have to run up because you have a metal hat and then you press the metal switch and then you're good. It's like a 10 second level. It's super easy. And this one, they spawn in like this, this blue cavern that's got like this lake of blue lava. Um, it's, it's not the same and it looks way more difficult. So Whoever's the playtester ends up navigating this and he's explaining what's happening, saying like, this is what's coming out. Obviously very secretive because he just told somebody else who works for Nintendo that, Oh no, I'm not recording this. Um, so he makes his way to, uh, to this cave. Um, there's a warning sign at the front, but he enters anyway. Um, it essentially leads him to the metal switch unlock cap. And after this, he jumps over another lake of lava 
and finds another cave within this area. Now, he enters it, and it shows almost like the inside of a cast of the castle. There's this red carpet, there's this hallway, and if you keep following the red carpet, there's just darkness. And eventually the red carpet disappears, and you see a figure in, in like the distance. As you get closer to it, you realize that this is like a Mario sprite. So you're essentially coming up on yourself. As Mario approaches himself, the screen gradually flashes in and out before cutting out completely with some text later appearing reading the following. You're back. Have you not learned your lesson? After this, Mario ends up visiting Silent Fucking Hill. Uh, he's spawned back outside the castle, but it, there's this white, weird fog everywhere. And Pyramid Head shows up. <laughs> and Pyramid Head shows up and rips his skin off and throws it down. Uh, no, that doesn't happen. But there's no bridge across the entrance of the castle. And so effectively what has to happen is um, jumps in the water and he, he, well, where the water is, the water's drained. He goes in like the basement entrance and there's a room that he ends up in that's essentially has four doors in it. <clears throat> Three of them have X's on it. One of them is clear and there's a set of double doors with a key and there's a set of double doors he came in through. Um, so there's a sign in the center that says four doors, four challenges. Will you cower in fear and let darkness consume you or Will you face it and uncover the castle's true form? Choose wisely. Uh, he tries some doors, but the only one that works is the one without the X. As he enters, video fades to black, and we are done with this video. Uh, the next one is Promo Show, and this one is about 14 minutes long. I think this might be my favorite video. This is such a good video. I loved this one. Um, I love oh, it. Well done. Shut the fuck up, Mike. It is done. Uh, I actually think so. This one starts. Uh, it shows like this. It's like a test screen, and it shows Nintendo Mania Pilot Draft Five. Nintendo Mania. Its logo shows up on the screen. The show starts, um, and then we get a a fun little segment with with Mario um, trying to be an announcer. It's like the shitty. <laughs> 2.5D animation. There's like a CRT TV on his desk. And he's he's talking like about your alcoholic stepfather version. I, of Mario I love his like, voice. Yes, Do you guys, it's me, Mario. Mario. <laughs> Do you guys want to hear what this is like? Because this is this is what Mario says to us. Here we go. Oh, uh, hey, Bizanos. My name's Mario. Well, you probably knew that already. Now, you may be wondering, what am I doing on your TV screen? Now let me ask you this, what are you, a cop? I'm just joshing with you. I'm here to host this brand new show, Nintendo Mania, where we'll be looking over the hottest new video game releases. The uh, Nintendo ones, I mean, you know, I gotta see that blue mouse guy here. So there's more to it, but... Who knew Ripsaw and Mario were the same person? <laughs> <laughs> he sounds yeah, like... Uh, who's that porn star... From like the seventies, Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. He sounds like what I think Ron Jeremy sounds like. He's got the same yeah, no, that's too. he's got the same stash, the same height. Like it's it's all right there. <laughs> hey, um, it's me, Mario, the green lizard from Mario. But it's it's just super. It's very uh, Super Mario Brothers movie from the nineties. Like it's it's <laughs> it's not great, but this and is it's what we me, get from John that. Ligazama. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so essentially, he basically goes on I'm to say he has get Chris Pratt. <laughs> oh God! Have you guys seen the uh, the, the new yes. Mario movie? You have. No. How do we all think about it? It was fine. It was. It's good when you're high. I will say that. Wowie zowie! So after this very disturbing uh, audio from New York slash Brooklyn Mario, um, <laughs> we see that he's hosting his own talk show and. After this happens, he essentially says, I'm too busy hosting this show, so we're going to have to check in on my little brother Luigi. Check it out. And so we go to a save file screen on Mario 64. And whoever's there enters the code LLRR and then the uh, the right uh, yellow arrow button four times and a sound sample with Luigi pops up. And that's how you know the code worked, apparently. So now, after choosing the save file, the uh, the main the the player model is now Luigi. Um, as he runs around, he notices that most of the doors in the castle are like bricked over that he can't en- can't enter. Bless um, <laughs> you. Oh, <cool. laughs> are you done, Doug? We all do it. All right. <laughs> uh, so after Luigi runs around, he sees most of these areas are like bricked off. He gets frustrated, so he he starts ground pounding. He ground pounds that center area. If you, again, if you've played Mario sixty four, it's the area where you stand in, you look upwards, and you get to the uh, the flying cap. Luigi ground pounds that and finds a new like sub basement level of the castle. Um, after he enters that, the uh, it fades to black, and he reappears in um, in the same lobby that Mario was in for the uh, the deeper cavern video. Where he sees the the like the red X's on the doors, um, saying that there's only one way to go. There's you have to solve these puzzles, et cetera, et cetera. Um, he uh, he runs around. He notices that most of the doors are bricked over, but he does find one that's not. And he goes through it, and upon exiting this door, he finds himself in like this maze, and it's it's. Flying with brick walls, it's outside the castle. It's almost like a courtyard area um and it reminds me of the area where you would get to uh the haunted house level uh with the ghosts um and he sees a is it luigi's several, mansion it, it honestly it might be the entrance to luigi's mansion I, i'm not on game fucking slaps oh hell yeah kelly and i played the shit out of the, the first two anyway um but anyway so he goes through and he's, he goes to this maze and he finds red coins and he gets all the way up to number seven. And the eighth one is actually sitting atop. If you guys remember playing Mario 64, Mike, I'm so sorry that you're excluded here. It, I, I thought more of these would land with you, but I guess not. I understand um, references. Outside in the courtyard, the way to get to, to Boo's castle is you kill a ghost. And it's and it Where's Boo's castle on a map? Can you give me directions, please? You have to go to the courtyard of Peach's castle and okay. find a ghost that's holding a birdcage, and then you enter the birdcage. Just, okay. just Google Benny's. <laughs> yeah, there you They'll go. will take it to Boo's castle. Um, so <laughs> in the in the in the same area where we would normally get to Boo's castle or Boo's haunted house, whatever the fuck it's called, uh, there's this this statue. Now in the in the game that we all remember, there is the statue with a a star, a stone star atop it. But in this one. That's where the eighth red coin is. 
So Luigi picks it up and he sees the star pops up and it's back in the maze. He goes and he grabs it. Great. <laughs> awesome. I'm just glad that Doug finally caught on to like the pun I, like the I was trying to make. <laughs> so we're good. We're good. <laughs> Please continue, Jason. No, that's fine. It's, Doug and always, I were just it's, it's about, always a fucking Jason's I part like, where I just start losing my shit. The three of us just being shitheads while Jason's trying to explain something. <laughs> the funny thing is I just talked to Doug about this. Whenever I'm talking, I literally like tunnel vision it. Like I block you fucking <laughs> mm-hmm. three clowns out of it. That's probably and why so it works so well. <laughs> that's probably exactly why. <laughs> um, it's exactly like that meme I made a long time ago. <laughs> so anyway... Mar- or, uh, Luigi collects the star, and we cut back to the Mar- Mario at the announcer desk, and he goes, like what... Sorry, I should do the actual like New York, shouldn't I? Like what you're seeing so far? <laughs> don't, Great. Don't do that. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait for Luigi you to catch his like breath for outside of, like, a, a school with nothing but a trench coat on. <laughs> <laughs> that hey, might kid, be where this is recorded. You want some smarties? <laughs> We'll wait for Luigi. We'll wait for Luigi to catch his breath for a second before checking back in. Um, After that's read off, the the footage cuts to a commercial break, and it cuts back to a black screen that says, insert commercials here. Almost like they were prepping for it. Uh, The show then resumes. It's kind of glitched graphically. Um, That's actually pretty important later, and it's a very loose connection, so hold on to that. But... um, Essentially, what happens is that we go back to Luigi. Mario cuts back saying, let's check back in with uh, Luigi. Welcome back to Nintendo Mania. Um, He's getting tired, so we should probably cheer him on, right? Cool. So we go back to Luigi in uh, the brick maze area that was outside that he's just in. But instead of it actually being walls now, it's all just flowers. He can run around wherever he wants, and he does so. Um, he eventually gets uh, back to the castle wall and he sees a couple of bricks he can jump up and he finds this secret area behind one of the yellow vents in front of the castle and there's a tube there. So he goes in there. It leads him to this like basement area. There's a toad sitting there. There's like this pool of water and he swims around for a bit and he goes and he talks to the toad and toad says, I'd love to take a swim, but I'm scared of how deep the pool is and that tunnel. I shudder just thinking about it. I wonder what, where it leads wow. to. <laughs> well, you're not you're not far off. Um, Luigi ends the conversation and he goes through the tunnel that Toad was talking about how scared he was earlier. Um, we cut back to Mario at the the desk for like broadcasting, and he's simply like, it looks like he's buffering. It like t posing. Like he literally is just sitting there blank. Face just staring straight ahead. No words. He almost seems concerned. He looks. He looks very concerned about what's happening. Uh, Like almost like there was no commentary he could say because of how concerned he was. Um. So we go back to Luigi, who is now in an underwater version of the castle. Um, Most of the passages that he finds are blocked off, and he's losing life pretty fucking quickly. He swims around frantically. He finds some coins to replenish his life, and he keeps exploring, exploring, and eventually he realizes he's just fucking trapped. And he gets back to, like, the main basement level of the castle, and he just, he drowns. He gets trapped, and he dies. 
Uh, footage cuts back to an extremely fucked up version of Mario and, and uh, a man in the background essentially repeating um, the Japanese translation of the phrase, Nintendo's fun is infinite, over and over and over again. And eventually, we cut back to like a, it's like a, a storytelling scene almost. It shows the, the mount for the... Um, the statue outside in the courtyard, but we found the eighth gold coin or the eighth uh, red coin to get the star. When that happens, we see it basically get replaced with the stone star that we know as something called the eternal star um, sitting outside in the courtyard. And that is, that's the thing that we all know. Everyone who's played Mario 64 knows that stone statue. And apparently this is how it came about. Um, but with that, that is the end of uh, the video titled Promo Show. Doug, what do you got for us? All right, so... The Tell next, us things! <laughs> the next video we have is called Genesis, and if you don't know the definition of Genesis, uh, the definition is the origin or mode of formation of something. Um, so... <laughs> yes. <Nailed it. laughs> um, so this this video is eight minutes and fifty four seconds. Which, uh, if you haven't noticed, in the second season, we get a bunch of longer episodes. Yeah, it went from um, like two minutes to like eight, and then there's like a thirty minute video. Yeah, a bunch of the that's a why bunch I of like the season one so much. It's like the longest. <laughs> that's why longest video six minutes long. I'm like, yeah. bet yeah, <laughs> digestible. Yeah. yeah, for yeah. the guy who picked their topics last, I got stuck with all the long videos. So I did that on purpose. That is what happened. <laughs> that is definitely what happened. Um, <laughs> anyways, so Genesis, as the name says, the content of these tapes are supposedly, you know, showing the genesis of all of the Super Mario 64 phenomena that are started by the personalization AI, which if you've been listening along, you know that that personalization AI is something that has been semi writing this video game along with the developers as we've been going along it's been vaguely referenced which we will kind of go over a little further yes Uh, well i I will go over you will go fairly shortly um so the video starts showing a workspace computer and it has some apps open and then one of those apps is the game ultra mario which is the first name of super mario 64 ultra mario 64 why are you damning my my dude my guy, dude. Are you still recording your audio? No, 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 no. I just, I lost the game. No, don't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> and now we all lost the game. Did you um, have to share? I think that's one of the rules, actually. <laughs> and you know, if you lose, wrong. you have to make somebody else. Well, and now you got us all. have all of you. Now it's our problem, I guess. That's a lot of people. Anyways, uh, so this first footage was recorded on April 3rd of 1995, and immediately after the video starts, Jim who we've seen a whole bunch, is documenting the earliest build of Super Mario 64. We start with Log 1. Now, you're probably asking yourself, why is one of the last videos in Season 2 starting with Log 1? Well, shut the fuck up. We'll get there. (laughs) All right? Um, So Mario starts moving, being able to walk and jump. We see his animations are a little lagged and kind of primitive at this point. Uh, and Jim still, you know, talking about the game shows that the wall jump is, you know, something that you can do in parts of the course. And when he completes the level, the footage kind of cuts out and then starts again on another date. And we get a new date of May 9th, 1995. And this footage starts with the same computer on another workspace. And they uh, he has a debug menu up at this point. And the name of the game um, 
well, it's got the name of the game and you see a course selection. Now, Jim selects a course called Grass, and he starts saying that the game needed to be more open. So his team and he uh, basically made more comprehensive levels and higher levels of interaction, and they added enemies and coins, and they basically improvised the HUD and just all of the Mario animations that they could. So they, they took everything and they were like, we're going to make it better. So um, they made it 3D versus like the traditional. They're going to take it. 2D. Yeah, and yeah. and they had to, you know, if Mario 64 is the end name that we get, obviously yeah. there's going to be a lot of general general updates being made while they're going through it. So, you're going to take it. Basically, you're um, make everyone's mouth wider. Wider. Happier. happier. Way more open. Way more open. <laughs> um so can we just have a watch party for that at some point? Like it just I, has to happen. I've been. I, I would love it's to. Five own, minutes of our month. Like, <laughs> I, I I really need to get the whitest kids you know on DVD somehow. Yeah, just somewhere bootleg. I don't give a shit. Just some, give me those. Things Rest in peace, DVD. Trevor Moore. Um, but anyway, so uh, we see some gameplay, and after Mario or Jim, I guess, collects all of a circle of coins. Someone called Bill enters the room and he starts talking to Jim, telling him that he needs to add a boss that he considers original. And Bill says that he thinks that adding a floating Wario head as a boss, uh, which Jim ends up finding ridiculous, uh, would be extremely hard to do. Real quick, is, this is so. This is the. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. I said that a floating Wario head. Really, that's so unrealistic. He's gonna fight a turtle dragon. And he's a plumber throwing him <laughs> off a cliffside. Come on, be realistic, right. Bill. Come on. Well, Get well, here's real. the thing. Here's the thing. Jim knows that the hardware isn't sophisticated enough to make these things happen. Correct. He's a smart, a smart boyo. Now, as I, Mike might put it, I want to say if you go and check out Greenio's other videos, you will see other depictions of this Wario. As I said earlier, the Wario apparition. And that's what we're talking about right now. So that being said, basically Jim is like, nah, you're fucking stupid. And Bill goes, okay. I don't agree with you, <laughs> but can you maybe add this as like a start screen, potentially like a title screen? Maybe. Which is what we see Mario's big dumbass head as the title screen, yep. as we know and love. Inspiration. Uh, but basically, Jim stops documenting the stage that he's on and the footage cuts, uh, cuts again and before uh, it continues, we hit June 20th, 1995. So the footage starts in the same workspace that appeared in the beginning with the better build than the last one. We get a log 64 now. So we've hit that Nintendo 64 log 64 version of the game, right? He even mentioned so he's like HUD log 64 on Mario 64. Ha ha ha. He knows. <laughs> yeah, right. Like he knows, he knows <laughs> what he's doing. <laughs> Hey man, if you said doing, the fucking thing. If you're doing that job, you're you find anything that you can to hang on to for happiness. Like that game <laughs> testing. Who? Most people think that, that would be a great job. I I don't agree. Yeah, like, that'd be awful. It'd probably be mind numbing. Like, mm -hmm. oh god, oh god, yeah. You're just running into every section of every wall and every level. You're just trying to find the glitches. Like, no, I'm. I want to play the game. I want to I know. I picked the up this rock. And I, don't, I don't care which floor. I don't care which wall doesn't work. I just, like fuck you. Just tell me a story. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um. 
All right. So long story short, we see a bunch of improvised or improved uh, like graphics and just just gameplay and all that shit. And the castle's finally added into the game. Uh, and Jim starts to control Mario and explains now that it is possible to swim if you want. Uh, and you see him enter a the moat around the castle and he finds a hole to enter the castle. And then again, fucking Bill interrupts and tells fucking Jim Bill. that he has to improve the game. And make further updates on it, and Jim oh, gets fucking out. pissed. He freaks. Jim out. is pissed, and basically he's like, yeah, he "Yo, like he's kicks like, in the door. He's like, he, we gotta scrap it all. We yeah. got rid of it. Everything, yeah. Yeah. dude." The sound effects of him entering the room were they scared the shit out of me when I watched this. It's like it's just boom, boom. running in, just hey, <laughs> we gotta get it off. Oh, this gotta go, Jim. We fucked up. I don't know. I don't know why they. T- <laughs> I don't know why they chose Seinfeld. the guy to voice act Bill. Hey, the whole time I was watching this, I was just like, the the whole time I was watching this, I was like, God damn it. Why did they choose the voice actor for Bill the way they did? Oh, yeah. Hey, the most like some like nasally, like whiny Australian, right? Oh, I thought he was British. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Anyways, I couldn't tell tell if it was fake. See, like, he didn't say crikey or anything, so I think he was British. That's not how <laughs> most people talk. He didn't kangaroos once. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't say shrimp on the barbie even <laughs> He didn't once. say wallaby a single time. I just, what the fuck? Was he <laughs> drinking a Foster's? Someone tell me, was he yeah. drinking a Foster's? That's, people in Australia don't <laughs> They were obviously drink drinking Foster's, a Foster's. Apparently. No. They don't. Oh, no. those That's a British thing. That's an American thing, too. My dad loves the Foster's. That's, I, and I, I don't know like why. Can't. Cayman Islands Fosters is like the the go to Australian for spoons. Fucking chode Cayman. That's where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let shorts. me let me get us back on track here. Um. So Jim gets fucking angry at Bill as I mentioned, and he's like, "Yo, coding takes an entire month. Fuck you. Eat my asshole. I'm the only one doing this." And then Bill basically is like, "Jim, fix Do this more. fucking game." The logistics, we'll we'll figure it out. Um, please add the enhancer. Just do it. And so we get to the footage. base code. Yeah, we so we get footage that cuts again, and then uh, it restarts on the infamous date, July 29th, nineteen ninety five. And this was the oh, only footage infamous. recorded that night. And Jim calls the log. I don't know. I don't care. Being tired of working and working. So it starts with the computer running an even more improved build of the game with the text enhancer offline. And the stage is almost identical to the one shown in the, the video 72995 with just some very, very minor differences. So Jim plays the game again. You said July 29th, Wal- 1995, right? C. Yes. Wait. Okay. That so was a Jim very plays- influential year because that's when Waterfalls by TLC topped the charts. What the fuck? That's... that's- <laughs> That's when did that's Weird Al's when, "Don't no, Go Making Phony Calls" come out? <laughs> the year after. Ah, oh, damn it! I think also that's when Tootsie Rolls came out. J- that's I also. It's very possible that Tootsie Rolls, the Carolina Panthers, beat the Jacksonville Jaguars in their first NX, NFL exhibition. Oh, oh my yeah. god! Everybody shut the fuck absolutely up! Absolutely, year that Tootsie please, Rolls. Came please out. stop talking. That was the same so, Jaguars Panthers year. Yeah. Jim plays the, the game Panthers again, Panthers walking year. all of the fourth <laughs> the year floor. Of the Jaguar until he finds a garden with a maze and a toad. Tr- all right, are we good? Are we good? Can I keep going? Can I keep going? Have you guys watched the Jaguars or the Panthers recently? I will literally. <laughs> uh, yeah, I watched. Destroy you. <laughs> I actually did last weekend, but. Sports ball? 
You like sports ball? Yeah, sports. <laughs> all right, cool. So Jim plays the game again, walking all of the fourth floor until he finds a Cheers, garden Mike. with a maze and a toad shrine and a primitive warp pipe. Mario gets in it and appears in a dark stage with several lights to the guide the player. The history channel was launched. <laughs> Holy shit, really? Wait, what? In 1995, yeah. That sounds right, actually. Oh, my God. That's, it, that's actually interesting to me, but I, I digress. Um, so... <laughs> God damn it. All right, so Jim is confused. He's very confused, but he still walks the fourth floor while an ominous version of the castle theme plays. Then, only then, Jim finds a yellow switch. And if you don't know what we mean by a switch, if you've played a Mario game, it's just a giant bubble. It's a the switch levels. Like, it's a it's a pow. You find the switch level, you unlock things for the whole game. It's a pow. It's you a hit the button, button, and then coins turn to bricks, and vice versa. It's a Mario game. trivia um, time. So that concept was introduced in Super Mario World for the SNES. Anyways. Uh, so yeah, we, he sees this switch and <laughs> we're so close, guys. Go ahead. We're so close. Anyways, I'm so, so close. <laughs> I'm gonna pre. <laughs> um, I'm gonna fucking pre. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys would go pick down, the go. longest fucking episodes for me to do this. Yeah, I right. know. I'm sorry. We're we're not sorry, but we're sorry. Go 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 go. All right. So he sees a switch and it kind of like glitches and then moves forward and now you see the switch already pressed and uh, the computer jumps and it says low battery and then uh apparently jim is seizuring on the floor and bill walks in he's like ah shit call the ambulance fucking damn it jim you fucking season on the floor <laughs> fucking so jim. and then another guy <laughs> named jim. steve is is there apparently and he's like hey bill and that's literally all, all right. you hear from Steve. And I don't yeah. know what the point of that is, but that's what oh. happens. So mm. after that, the screen turns black and shows a textureless Mario anomaly saying number nine several times. No face, right? Very similar. Yes. Very, very similar to the uh, Beatles Revolution 9 until he looks at the camera and the footage finally ends. All right. You know, so, the Beatles never broke up, right? The be- th- That's another episode that people Ringo. can listen to. Go check out our whole... Ringo. Um, but that's where this episode ends. So we actually move forward to another episode called Aftermath. And this, this episode's only five minutes long, all right? So this tape begins by showing the failed attempt of Jim's partners, Steve and Bill, trying to film a commercial for the early 1995 version of Super Mario 64, um, if the game had been released that year. As we know, it did not. It did not. Um, so in the beginning, Bill starts introducing the game, showing the content of the Womp Fortress, the Bomb on Battlefield, Bowser in the Dark World, and the Ultra 64, until the commercial puts a scene of Mario in a thwomp, and Bill says, wait, stop recording. This isn't right. Uh, Steve asks him why, to which he replies he got confused and said the wrong line, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then they play the commercial again, and they're basically you know, going to take two. Uh, and it's just it. They just keep getting it wrong. He keeps getting confused, and uh, basically, Bill keeps being like, "Steve, stop. We gotta, we gotta fucking start over." I'm not sure about this whole thing. Um, and Bill apologizes and says he won't fail again. But when they're recording again, Bill gets like he gets like some fucking rage for no reason. He's just like fuck. Literally, he just <laughs> screams fuck for no reason. And then Bill explains to Steve that he remembered something about Jim's game scripts uh, related to this demo version that he had. And then he asked Steve for information, saying that there are people coming in and out of the building so much 
and uh, they're watching that nothing related to Super Mario 64 comes in or out of the building from anyone. Now, would you say uh, it's classified information? I would say that it is <laughs> definitely classified. There it Highest is. level, class S plus. Umra clearance. Just no, yeah, it's whatever he said. Uh, so Bill <laughs> proposes that they skip everything and he goes to the punch scene to do the reset and then they successfully record the clip. So reassured Bill thanks God that the textureless Mario anomaly uh, actually let me let me let me re re-say this. Slow down. So basically what happens is they finish recording the clip. Okay. And then at the very end of the clip, you see this weird fucking like two seconds of a really ga- gabagooly looking fucking Mario, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. A very yeah. gabagool looking Mario. Like wireframe. And Bill's like, wait, what the fuck is that? Can you rewind a little bit? And he's like, yeah, sure. He rewinds a little bit and then it's not there. And uh, basically, he's like, huh, I could have swore I saw something there. And then uh, some new gameplay footage uh, shows up of Mario swimming in the beta version of Jolly Roger Bay which is followed by a demonstration of a large, dark, maze-like room with lots of visible bricks. Um, and the footage says it was recorded by Jim, and he's like, fuck, like, I knew he was going to record this. And then Bill apologizes again, saying that he's on the edge, and that when they say they'll... Basically, they're like, let's go do the Pilot Wing 64 script. Yeah. We'll go. We'll just go do that, because, like, fuck all of this noise that's so, happening right now. Interesting distinction to make here. This is where we realize this is a... A, at least a duo of people that are in charge of recording a lot of like promo videos for video games. Yeah, you can tell that these guys are basically Nintendo's like put all the all of all of our games out into the world. Yeah, and they're not just they're PR focused department. on six Mario six two. Yeah, two people so, PR department for a multi million dollar corporation. <laughs> Check. Hey man, out. my. It, if Kelly could do it for a fucking higher ed institution for nine years, I think if two people were put in charge of a video game company, it, as long as you know what you're doing, it works. Which shit, which I said in the very beginning of this, which I probably shouldn't have, but like this right here takes you out of it a little bit in the sense that they're like, there's no way there was three motherfuckers working on Mario 64 and that was it. You know yeah. what I'm well, saying? Three, like, three that we know of. Three, well, three, three that we that know are, of, but, but like they're also not Japanese. Yes, at all. Very not Japanese, we and will Nintendo is a. <laughs> Anyways, let me let me let me let me keep us on track here for just a little bit because we're almost done here. We're close. Um. So, basically, uh, we see all this new footage. Uh, when they rewind it, and basically, Bill is like, "Fucking Jim, like, why are you recording the shit that you're not supposed to be recording?" Uh, and he gets intrigued and he asks Steve if that level was made by the enhancer. And since that material cannot be recorded yet, Steve tells him to just remove the enhancer from the game, but Bill gets mad at him and sneers and kind of like acts all pissy about it. Uh, and then Bill apologizes again because he's on his fucking period or something. And he <laughs> says that he's on the edge and that they need to, you know, you know, go record some new stuff. Dude, Bill's he's, so, he's fucking on one. Yeah, Bill, Bill is on one. So once they start doing this, uh, we see more of Jim's logs in place of where this footage should be, but basically uh, after that we get this textureless Mario uh, anomaly, which we've seen a lot, but we haven't been able to really like pinpoint uh, a reason for him yet. 
Um, but basically, do we, we want to name fun. him? He wasn't having fun. Because um, to be fair, like this specific entity does have a name according to the other Greenio tapes. Well, it's literally the Mario anomaly. Or, but it has a name though. Mario. It doesn't really matter though. It either way, <laughs> keep going. All right. So long story short, it's your section. I'm gonna start. I'm Bill, gonna so Bill realizes <laughs> that there's a recorder recording them at this time when they try to go do the pilot wings thing. He's like, how long has this thing been been rolling here? And then after he says that, we see the fucking textureless of Mario, Mario anomaly. And basically the castle appears and very similar to the one seen in the deeper cavern and promo show. Uh, the anomaly <gasps> starts just like, like, I don't know how to explain it, but it like starts like glitch uh, materializing into the frame. Mm-hmm. And then he starts talking to the viewers, breaking the fourth wall. And it says, move. I have been moved someplace unknown, someplace dark. He wants to know he will not stop until he knows. Um, <laughs> got real religious all of a sudden. Everything after this dialogue, he spams the phrase, it hurts several times, and he appears in black and white picture, distorted and without eyes, saying, my name is, and just... What? Keeps repeating those things. Chicka chicka slim shady. <laughs> and then finally we see this Nintendo 64 uh, controller appear with the buttons A and B being mashed constantly until the screen turned black and the tape ends. Yeah. But I, if you're a fucking internet ooh. sleuth and you ooh, fucking ooh, look at the way that, that these buttons are being playing, yeah, yeah, yeah. shut your yes. fucking mouth. No, Please. it's not. It is the not. Buttons, is the, it's not. It's not. It's not Morse code. Nope. It's called a bacon cipher. I thought it was Morse code at first. Bacon spelled like B A C O N. Bacon cipher. Like I'm pork glad, butt. Um, I'm glad you looked into it because I saw that and I'm like, I bet that's a thing, but I yeah. do not care to look yes. into it. So I'm very oh, glad dude, that, you did. It that is. set off alarm bells so much. Basically, it gave us the name Stanley. <gasps> if you translate that sequence from a bacon cipher you get the name stanley and i will i will talk about that at the end of this uh so this (laughs) so we go to the next episode it's called the epilogue this is the last episode in season two and it is 33 fucking minutes long it's a big and i'm going to tldr the shit to be fair because there's no reason for me to talk (laughs) about this whole episode to be fair, you can cut gameplay. like twelve minutes mm-hmm. of the whole. Yeah, it, the whole like I can I can cut twenty five minutes of cool. this episode. Let's out. hear it. All right, so the tape begins with Bill and Steve having a conversation with each other, where Steve states that he woke up in the morning to check on Super Mario sixty four, and half of the fucking levels just vanished. All right. And he's telling Bill to meet him at E3, which is going to happen in just a few days. He woke up now, and wanted to check on it, like it's, see if it's still breathing. Yeah, he's like, is it incubated yet? <laughs> Did it hatch? Um, yeah, so basically he's like... It's my baby! It's straight my up. My baby! He's like, okay, it's still there, except it wasn't there. Um, so basically the tape cuts and uh, to black and before fading to a new episode of Nintendo Mania with the Mario Bros., was Nintendo and, Mania an actual thing, or is that a play on Nintendo Power? 
probably a play on Nintendo Power. I'm not sure, actually. I don't think Nintendo Mania was an actual thing. Either. I also, I know... A quick okay. Google search will f- solve this problem. I'm just... Mm-hmm. I know that there so. was a, a Mario and Luigi <laughs> animated show. There was an yeah. animated show, but it's definitely not Nintendo Mania. Right. Mm-hmm. Nintendo Mania was a Mexican video game-oriented television program broadcast between 1995 and 2000. So it was Jesus real. Christ. Wow. So no, it's been... not. No, it, gonna, it, that's not canon. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's gonna argue that. Okay, okay. No, right, cool. because we're <laughs> we're not smart enough. I just say it's not canon. And everyone's like, all right, <laughs> okay. Okay. sure, yes. He, he right. used that word. He must know more than I do. <laughs> all right. So, anyways, <laughs> this Nintendo Mania is way different than the original one that we saw because now they are like these animated 2d cartoon uh guy is doing it instead of a 3d animated mario yeah it's almost like they're on like a nightclub stage yeah i like the sprites and i I like and like i said i i'm going to tldr the shit out of this episode because there is so so much much that happens and there's so much that i don't need to talk about in this um so near the end of this i do have one request and just let me know when i need to do this Okay, yeah, I know, I got you. Yeah. Um, okay, so the tape cuts to black before. Uh, nope, I already said that. God damn it, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so near the end of this little like Nintendo Mania clip, uh, it begins to glitch out, and basically you see the words "This isn't right" in the glitch, and then Mario basically like looks at the screen and he says, "Tell the producers to roll the footage," and then basically we get more gameplay of Mario sixty four. You don't have to. You know, I'll, I'll, you're. You don't have to do it just yet. Yeah. Um, all right. Anyway, so uh, we get a bunch of gameplay. I'm just excited, like, Doug. We, we get a ton of gameplay, and I'm talking a ton of gameplay that More really did not need to be there, but it is. Um. So the gameplay starts with Mario walking around the castle, and then Mario then continues to go through a bunch of different levels that aren't seen in the final game, as well as an early version of the. Jolly Roger Bay, and he has to destroy these keys along the way. Um, and he has to do two of these keys to, I guess, continue forward and actually make any progress. So after the two keys are destroyed, the footage cuts back to Nintendo Mania. We get then a tape that shows Mario all alone in the studio until Luigi suddenly appears and then proceeds to insult Mario along with the audience, and they're just laughing at Mario. And after this, Luigi just keeps on saying, They love ya! 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 Just over and over again. <laughs> just over and over and over so, again. Yeah. With Discord um, cutting that out, it's it kind of sounds like, like he's just saying labia over yeah. and over again. <laughs> <laughs> labia. 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 I didn't boost it enough. No, it's, so, it's Luigi going... They love you. They, they love, love you. Yeah. He says so it you like say, twelve uh, fucking times. You it say is a that ton of different times. That Luigi, Luigi just starts like randomly like insulting him in the the audience too. But I, I don't know if you're going to touch on this or not. But to me, it seems like like Mario is like flashing in and out of like maybe like consciousness or some sort of like like he's not all I there. Feel like, like he's, he's blacking out, might coming back in. I feel if like you Doug are cool. I will. I will mention. I. I, I wasn't going to go that deep into it because honestly, yeah. this episode is so fucking long. But 
Um, I will touch a little bit on some things about it. So you you there's go. that. <laughs> you go, Glenn. Um, yeah. So uh, after that, Building we the cut bridge to, as we cross it. <laughs> we cut to more gameplay of Mario sixty four. Um, and you basically see him continuing to play levels that we are not familiar with. Um, so we cut to a weird scene uh, where once this gameplay ends, we see Mario and Luigi talking to each other. And basically it is this like depressing ass little cutscene where Mario and Luigi are <laughs> basically talking about how they want to stay together when they're doing these things. And Luigi's like, hey, man, like, we're just pretending, man. Like, it's just for the show. Like, it's just the show, man. And Mario's like, was he cheating? You know, fucking right. <laughs> it's so fucking Dude. weird. It, it is seriously, it is hey, so weird. Cheech, it's here, it's man. <laughs> this is It's so cheating. This Sean. is probably like my least favorite thing that happens in this whole series. Like, yeah. I, this was the thing that was like, and I'm done. I did not, I did not care for this part at all, but that's a different conversation to have at the end of this. Uh, so long story short, they're like, yeah, bro, go stick together, man. And then Mario's like, (laughs) Mario's like, yeah, let's fucking stay together. And then he turns around and there's just no one, right? Luigi's gone. The audience is gone. Nobody's there. And then, uh, basically we cut to more gameplay and then during this gameplay, Mario ends up finding a wall with a door uh, in like the side of a wall that's basically a similar to the flower maze that Luigi was in that he entered uh, when he was walking around the, the brick maze. And oh. then after that whole part, it turned into the flower wall. It's basically the same thing. Uh, de- um, uh, not, uh, not Deeper Cavern, the one after that. The, uh, it, it was uh, fucking... Um, uh, Promo show. Promo show, yeah. Promo show. Um, so, yeah. And then uh, once once he basically gets into uh, that door, we get this text on the screen that pops up, and it says, I don't know what to do. I'm finished. You just get lost every time, and you never listen. You always hurt me. And then Mario like starts to briefly appear on the screen in this like weird apparition version, which we've already talked about. Yep. Uh, and he says, Jim, that's your name. I saw it in the woods inside of me. I saw other names, too, and they're your friends. I don't think they like you, and I don't think you like me. Because you hurt me so much, I can go away. I want to go, please. And then Mario fades out and says, I'm not having fun. Uh, basically, this episode ends with Jim running a script on his computer to erase the AI. You say Mario's not. Yeah. And then he tells the viewers in his final words before he goes out, he says to the viewers that he's the one that stole the tapes and it all ends here for good. And then along with some music over the text, it says the end. So that is and literally then, the last episode we get in Lincoln Parks two. Numb comes then to you. <laughs> and then you see directed by Michael Bay. Become so numb. <laughs> I can't feel you there. (laughs) All right. So real quick, before we go over a bunch of stuff. Yes. uh, Yes. 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 I want to give you guys a basic timeline of this because we have covered this completely out of order. 100%. Now, this is going to be a very basic, like 
here's 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 the name of the episode and where it comes in line. So it's great that everything uh, is titled after a date for the most part too. That for helps. the most part, yeah, that helps a lot. Um, so season one basically gives us timeline of things, which is great. But season two gives us a bunch of videos that are named after different things. So the first video in the series is called Genesis, which is one of the ones I went over. It's the second video in season two. But it basically shows the start of everything that happens. But long story short, we get the Genesis video, then 729.95, then 11.15.95, and then we get Prologue. And then we get the first video of season two. Yep. And then we get Aftermath, which is the second to last video of season two. And then we get 12.05.95. And then, as you would assume, we get 126.96. Yep. And then we get Promo Show, Snow Level Playtest, and Deeper Cavern. Those are, yep. Those are almost put, like, posted in order. Yep. And then we get 9.14.96. And then, as you would assume, we get five thirty ninety seven, the other nine two ninety seven. Eventually, and then we get epilogue. Cool, which is the very ending. There is so, a YouTube channel that put them all in order, and you can watch them in order. Yes. Yep. Yeah, you can watch them in order. And to be fair, this whole thing, even watching it in order, doesn't you really get, do much yeah. for the story. I guess you're getting the same info. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's like I don't it's, know. It's Maybe it's just some me. Of the mystery I don't know. Of the first season, if you do that too. Yes, hundred percent. Um, but to to TLDR the entire series up until now. Yeah, what what the fuck just happened? A sentient AI was basically mm. put into a game stuck in a primitive hardware, way way less advanced than itself, and this AI essentially affected the game the programmers and the whole outcome of the release of this game and this is the story that we're being told is there a, to show you what that is is there like a, a tagline or a catchphrase that might encompass that ai doing this thing if you have if one you can say it, it for it sure be uh the tagline the fun, that you Nintendo might fun never ends Never, never had a fun <laughs> nope. Nintendo. There's Best infinite words. Nintendo wieners to suck. Never Nintendo oh, fun. Never. Suck a wiener the- if you've ever wienered a suck. <laughs> yep, you got it. Every one. copy good, good job, of guys. Super Mario 64 is different. <laughs> 64 is is personalized. <laughs> there it is. Personalized. Every one. copy of Super Mario 64 is personalized. Now, <laughs> this was an urban legend that took form way the fuck back in the day. It was like uh, 97, 98. It was like right after Mario 64 actually came out. And the urban legend was essentially every single N64 cartridge that came out with Super Mario 64 was personalized to that person's experience. And the reason that it was personalized is because of the super advanced AI that was put into these N64 cartridges. and. I even found like a copy that's how that pasta works. slash just, creepy pasta. Puts some AI in it. You just put it in there. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so this it's actually like checked. I feel like this it's injected in. No, oh, yeah. This whole story was taken from this urban le- legend of every copy of Super Mario sixty four is personalized. And like I said, for a while, a lot of people thought that's what it was. It was because of this copy pasta. So this is how it went. 
Every copy of Super Mario 64 is personalized. Nintendo's experimental AI adapts and subtly creates a slightly altered version of the game tailored specifically for you, appealing to you subconsciously in ways you don't even notice. This as well as attempting gives you to mess three with you coins. This one gives and study you two. how you react to it. Yeah, pretty much. That's what, that they think that everyone has something different going on. Advanced um, AI. Have you ever played someone else's copy of Mario 64? Have you ever felt like something was just a little bit off? No. That's why, and that's how. Okay. Well, fuck off, Mike. (laughs) Well, Mike has only played other people's copies. (laughs) Yeah, he's never played his own because he... Right. You're the control. Get the fuck out of here, control. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's why this is how. This is much more than just a simple experimentation with procedural generation. There are many layers to this, and some of them are more sinister and malicious than others. Super Mario 64 is, at its core, an insidious and evil work of human creation. Now, the Wario apparition, as seen here, the Wario apparition was created from the subconscious wishes to see him in Mario 64. But the shared desired uh, caused him to appear in a, as a horrifying half-start in some copies of the game. The image is what it's supposed to look like, but those who encountered it in-game can't even describe what it looked like as many suffer from memory loss and stroke-like symptoms. Stroking? Strokes. If you suspect you're seeing it in-game, it suggests you shut the console off immediately because once you give it power by witnessing it, it gains power to begin manifesting itself in your reality. Every copy of Mario 64 is personalized. 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 Every copy. And that's the quite literally different strokes for different folks. <laughs> yes, 100%. We, have to take the shot. we do. God damn it, Journey. It's almost <laughs> like that was alluded at in episode one when you keep seeing the hex code that says every copy. Or when it's in the description Weird. of every single video. That's oh, so fucking weird. circle. Oh my God. Yes. So I guess uh, impressions. What do we th- impressions? What do we think? Yeah, actually, the good. I like what do, it what a do we lot. Think about this? What's the good, the bad, I like and it too. the Wario of this? Ugly. The, the good, the bad, the good, the bad. Wario. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I, I guess I'll start. Uh, fucking. All right. So. Oh wait. Uh, real or fake? <laughs> I, <laughs> and actually, the first yeah, line let's, in let's, every let's in every video that. description. <laughs> yeah, there's the first line in every video description says this is fake. So is this real or okay. fake? Everybody, one, two, three, real. real. Okay, real hold on, hold on, fake. hold on, hold on. Fake. <laughs> hold on, actually. I, I don't want to do real or fake for the Analog Horror Series because it's obvious. But real or fake, there's Fair. something weird going on with Super Mario 64 that is causing people to have Ooh. these sorts of, like, this... Like, so like you're making every me want to you're making me want to plug my every, version in every copy is personalized is a is a thing or not right yeah is that what you're saying something something off something personal about every copy and I don't think it even has to be no, necessarily no, an advanced AI that's intentionally changing it just something's something weird's going on like a small tweak here and there like so, yeah could like, it, there's, could a it, like there's like there's a cloud in in this frame on this cartridge but not on this cartridge this or one just, gives you know, extra just something that makes them different. Yeah, for some reason. We love you. <laughs> I I agree. Right. Actually, I so think that's probably pretty 
Well, so, let's do that. So on three, is yeah. are they actually personalized? One, two, three. No. 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 <laughs> Damn. Okay, that was a lot of build up to the same answer. Great. <laughs> we didn't have that kind of technology in the 90s. AI well, didn't research this too much. Maybe. AI didn't exist I, in the I, 90s. I, I dug too deep for this one to for any of this to have any kind of question around it. That's not true though. AI was there. It just yeah. wasn't where it was. It was not at now. It was not. You I could read built your experience. Into it. Before we close everything out, let's just see real quick. Doug, what did you think of this whole thing? Real fast. What did you think? Did you Good. I didn't. <laughs> did you ask me specifically? Because yes. all I heard was. Whoa! Oh, um, Doug. Doug, okay, yeah, no, I, I, I thought I, I actually really, I, I did really like this whole thing. Um, there was a couple things that took me out immediately, which I had already mentioned in the beginning. Um, but for the most part, this is a good, this, this is a good analog horror in my opinion because it didn't follow this like the normal analog. Horror. Yeah, it wasn't a local fifty-eight clone. It wasn't, you know, it, it did its own thing, and that's great. I don't think video game analog horror or ARGs are really my cup of tea. I'm not really sure why. I think because I just know better. I, I, I don't know you, if it's... You, just can't, you can't get immersed. I can't... I, yeah, I can't really get immersed in this whole thing. I I, I think this is great, though. I, I thought it was really fun. Uh, so I don't want to knock on it at all. I think it was well done. Um, Jason? Yeah. I... You know, I'm in the same boat as Doug. Like, <laughs> I know that we have all become, like, internet horror snobs at at this point like we have we feel like we know what's best um as i said i'm not a huge Boy, let's fan not of ever put that horror. to the test yeah <laughs> please god let's not because it will not come out well um said. like i said i am not a fan of analog horror but this one like i i sincerely like love this one referring to the kid please continue you want me to keep going? Get us past yeah, this yeah, horrible, do. horrible topic. <laughs> please do. Oh, okay. Uh, I normally don't like analog horrors, and like at first I did. I saw the allure, and then I watched four of them, and I was like, "Cool, they're all the same." Um, but this one, I honestly like it, it. It enthralled me. I don't know if that's like my nostalgia coming to fruition with me growing up with Mario sixty four having the N64 be like one of the major consoles that I played on. I don't know what it is, but I just latched onto this one and I fucking followed every word for it. It was just so enthralling to me. I loved it. And again, like I said, analog horror, not my thing, especially after seeing the local 58 clones, all of them, all, all 200 of them. Moody, moody, what did you think? I, I thought it was good. I really enjoyed the first season. I appreciate the attention to detail with a lot of things like the development yes. kit, um, the ROM hacks that had to go into making this happen. That's super cool. I did look into some of uh, Green EO's like, bonus content that they used mm. to post on their Twitter that's now deleted, and she posted a bunch yeah. of like development videos and stuff that are super cool. A lot of these levels are actually like ROM hacks that were created of levels that are in the game um, mixed with some clever editing. So I really enjoyed the technical aspect of how this was done. I, like I you agree. said, I very much appreciate that it's not just like a like a doomsday slideshow TV broadcast clone. So props for I, originality. I, I was 
I was scared um, because for a moment in one of my episodes, they do a right, they emergency, do that, broadcast. emergency broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't do it. Don't yeah. do no. it. The I was so okay. scared. It comes up. Yeah. Yeah. But it was okay. I think they did it. I, I think they did it the one time and they were like, eh. Uh, well, they were just it. checking off that trope checkbox. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that hit that YouTube algorithm. Yeah. And, okay, cool. We are now analog horror. Yeah. Awesome. We, we are an analog horror now. That's fine. We're good. Yeah, we got the VHS Fucking, filter. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> exactly. Um, the the bad and the Wario of it would be the two things. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't entirely captivated by the story of the three developers in the second season. I thought yeah. for the reasons that Doug already covered, some of it didn't make a lot of sense. And I thought I thought it was a little bit of a shame to kinda take something that I think is really, really well done and is super entertaining and kinda I felt like that kind of tarnished it a bit for me. I, um, I think I would have rather just listened to them talk about a sentient AI than yeah. the fucking developers. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather learn that's way it. more about the personalization AI. Like, that, yeah, that's really it. And uh, no one, I don't think anyone talked about the internal plexus the whole episode. No. Oh. Well, because it's, it's not fucking apparent, like at all. Yeah. It's not, but I'll go, I'll go over it in a minute once you guys are it. done talking about it. Uh, the only other thing. And my only gripe with season one, the literally the only thing I have is that the CRT TV that we see in multiple videos <laughs> yeah. throughout the series <laughs> is for for a series that is so good at paying attention to detail and put so much effort into like creating convincing imagery. They picked a Sony, a flat screen Sony Trinitron from the early 2000s. <laughs> That what that kind of line of CRTs didn't come yes. out until t- 1998, and you, there there are development like, shots from that are supposed to be from 1995. Greenio, you dumb bitch! <laughs> we fucking got you. You put it more. Just, I don't know. I detail. saw the silver C- flat screen CRT, and I was just like, no. <laughs> Delete all of your videos, Greenio. If you're listening to this, fuck so, you. Matt, that, I'm so happy you little, caught that. But yeah, that. That was painful. Moot watch, is but. to like technology where it's supposed to be as like a Star Trek fan where it's like, well, actually that happened in episode yeah. 248. Anyway, Mike, what do you think? Um, uh, the, the good loved it. Yes. Like you said, I, I loved all the attention to detail. Um, season one was probably very close to like what I think is like one of the perfect it, analog horrors to me. Um, season two, no, season two three. fell off. Um, in my Just, opinion, I, I took mine. Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I'll yeah. wait. I'll Mike wait. patiently f- sat here and listened to all of our reviews. <laughs> no, you're right. I'm, I'm you're so right. sorry. I'm so sorry. We you're right. Can we, hit, Doug? Can we apologize to Mike real quick? You didn't flag it. What are we flagging? Right, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Okay, great. Anyway, um, we should, we are so sorry, Mike. We love you. It's okay. I love you too. Uh, no. Uh, so yeah, season one, perfect. I love me a good video game analog horror i think that's uh wonderful personally like i don't play video games that often i do let's plays because i can't play video games all that great i get too there's too much going on i get too bored i get sidetracked so i like watching people play them instead so unlike doug i prefer video game analog horror it's great i love it um season one fantastic um i love like moot said i love the attention to detail um everything seemed genuine and they put a lot of quality effort into it. Like this wasn't just something that they just like slapped a filter on. No, like Moot said, there's ROMs that went into it. They, it seems like, in my opinion, they had a genuine VHS uh, uh, camera 
if they're recording stuff off. If I they didn't, wrong. they at least replicated the visual. Like part of me thinks they well. part of me thinks they didn't only because in some of the uh, episodes when you're watching it record the CRT TV, the um, was it the frame rate bar that goes down? It doesn't That's happen at a after yeah. It doesn't ha- it doesn't happen on 100%. the monitor at at a at a regular pace. It's it's yeah. kind of more right. random. So yep. part of me thinks it's a filter, but even if it is, like, good job. They spent time on getting a a, a high quality filter. Um, I would agree. I think season two tried implementing a bit too much. I agree. Um, I think yeah. they do- they dove way too much into yeah into weird plot and and this the is the relationship my, between mario and luigi honestly yeah and, like and they could i'm okay with that, that shit i'm okay with that even but my biggest gripe is and this happens with every single video game analog horror it is always some sort of video game centered around some sort of spirit or paranormal phenomenon and it involves some sort of death which you know it is creepy or whatever but like ben drown for example and a Haunted. character always kills himself. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Character always kills himself. There's always a you always there's turn always the corner. Suicide. You always turn the corner, and there's a dead character, which yeah. you know is fine. But I I want to see something a bit different because there's there's a lot of um, we can predict that shit at this point. Like you know when that's about to happen. Yeah, and there, there's a lot of capability because if you're making like with like video games nowadays, like people have like all the files and everything to a video game where you can essentially build your own story in a video game that's already created. So, oh, yeah. like, I feel like you could do more now with an analog horror um, than just, oh, this cartridge is haunted, or, oh, there's a bunch of death and misery. Make something, it could still be scary without the implications of a suicide or uh, of a ghost. You know what I mean? Um, I will say and, suicide always reinforces that yeah, dread and, like, and darkness. But yeah, yeah. And then my my last gripe, the Wario of it all. I feel like the plot got a the little Wario. too the, the, the plot the plot got too hazy yeah. for a yeah. while there because I was like, oh, this is a story about. Um, it's a little fuzzy exactly who the antagonist is and how yes. they're interacting with the characters. Like I can get past like you guys were saying like oh. It, it's hard to believe that th- like three people were working on a Nintendo game. Um, I was talking to Mood about this earlier. What I got from this was this felt like it was an alternate reality where Super uh, Super Mario sixty four was like an indie developed kind of game. So they had a smaller group. This was Catastrophe on it. Crow all the fuck over and kind but with of, no but, story. But with but with no yeah. story, but right? That's what I'm saying. Group working on it, so that that was kind of the plot that I was seeing: a smaller group working on a, a game yeah. for Nintendo. Um, I don't but think that's the, the, the case, but that's what I got, and I think that would have made more sense if you go that alternate reality route yes. rather than yes. we get no so explanation real- on why these three guys are in car- charge of working on Nintendo's well, biggest IP right. in their history. We, we Literally, the game they're using okay. to advertise their console. Yeah. So other than that, okay. Though, real I, quick, honestly, I'm I'm just about done. I'm gonna say out of ten out of ten, I'm gonna give it like a good eight out of ten. Yeah. Loved it. Eight out of ten. All right. Loved so real quick, I wasn't gonna bring it up, but Matt, you kind of said it right, just a little bit of ago. Tell me, what is this series really about? Yes. What's the point? What? Give us a plot map. Well, it's a well. It, I mean, either of you. It's about a game. See, I haven't. <laughs> where it falls apart from for me a little bit is like obviously it's about this like AI that 
went haywire and like started causing problems. But which is I what I basically I TLDR'd it. Right? I don't know if the series is supposed to be summed up as it is the developers trying to deal with this AI that's gone haywire, or if it's really more about these characters that are trapped in the game that are like trying to deal with this AI. Ooh, but, like, but we get no plot progression with hit, the characters inside of the game. But what if it? What and if we, it was about both of those things? Greenio, if you're listening, help. There is no, actually. I'm, I'm there trying is actually, to spoon feed you guys here. It legit is about both of those things. Yeah, but well, they the developers didn't... are getting stuck inside the game. Like, yes, and, the people, yeah. the the personas you see between Peach, Luigi, Mario, Toad, everybody. like when they die, their spirits end up in the game or whatever. Yes, yeah. those are real people. Like is that, those are is that, not NPCs. Is that also your theory as to why he's like attacking the booze or the booze ghosts or something? The, the booze are literally just memories. Of the oh, castle. Okay. Like, that's why he kills all of them. Because he's trying to erase the past and ignite the future by rescuing the princess and setting a whole new stage in front of him. Did did I... Well, shit, I'm sorry. Did I go over the internal plexus thing? No, you didn't. No, you said you were going to do that so, reviews. Yeah, so real quick. Uh, that's it, a big part of this. <laughs> if you were to go back and watch all of these videos, there's a couple pieces of information that I'd want you to know. One is, well, who are they? He and it is. So they is Steve and Bill. If you ever hear anyone re- refer to they, Steve and it's Bill. Steve and Bill. Excluding Jim. No Jim. Correct. If you if you hear he, it's Jim. it's Jim. And if you hear it, it's Stanley, the AI. So AI. that's the one thing I didn't want to like give away during my part is that the the it's AI's hard, name right? is Stanley. Yeah. And you get that from that little bacon cipher that I was talking about earlier. But long story short. Um, there's something called the internal plexus of this whole thing, and it's actually a part of the the Mario uh, iceberg that is in IRL. Um, but basically, the internal plexus is this phenomenon uh, and anomaly relating to the internal structure of Princess Peach's castle. So, if you don't quite understand what I mean by that, it's that if you look at if you take Princess Peach's castle in any form, no matter if it's the original version that we know and love as Mario 64, or if it's the version in, you know, Mario De- uh, Unclassified or Classified or whatever the fuck, there's, we'll do an episode on Declassified, but long story short. There's four separate versions. Uh, there's basically, three inside Classified and the one existing outside that. Right, and so if you take this word, the internal plexus, um, it's the fact that none of none of the rooms in the castle really equate to a livable space. Uh, they're just this internal space to progress storyline, uh, to just be spaces, really. And I don't know how to explain it much better than that, other than the fact that um, no matter how you look at Peach's castle in any format, it's fucking weird. Yeah. It's it's done very, very uh uh what's the word? Liminal, yeah. I guess is a great word for it. Uh there's no rhyme or reason to it's why like a the fuck fucked up theme park attraction, really. It's, it's like right. a Disneyland. Yeah. Exactly. So and the plexus is like the underground it. tunnels. Yes. Yeah. You you get all these different like roads and paths that lead all over the place, and that's that's what the Peach's Castle is. In Mario sixty four, no matter no matter what meta you're you're digesting it in, yeah, right. Meta. So it's constant <laughs> meat. Meta. Um, anyways, 
Uh, we're at you know almost three fucking hours in this episode. Why don't we oh, fuck yeah. off? Let's fucking wrap fucking... this up. I'm stuck at Diluted.com where you become a member and you can get uh fun merch and discounts on merch. Uh, you can always also see all of our links to all of our socials on there. We're either Diluted Pod everywhere or don't look under the internet everywhere. Um, subscribe to all of our socials. The YouTube is uh, YouTube.com/slash at Diluted Pod or just go to sleep up. listening to our our YouTube. Yeah. please. just Some look up. Do don't look under the <laughs> internet. Um, you can um, go to patreon.com slash pod. You can chuck in something or even nothing. Uh, you could find us over at our uh, Google phone number, 630-909-9366. You can leave us a voicemail. We play it at the end of every show. Or you could send us a text message and we respond to those texts as well. Uh, we have our hometown horrors coming up this year. It's coming up quick. We're almost at that time. By the time this comes out, it's going to be damn near close to recording time. Um, so... What you could do is um, get go to our Gmail, okay? Mm-hmm. And if you go to our Gmail, you okay. could do okay. subject line hometown okay. horrors dash your name. All right. All right, hold on. And then you I'm, leave I'm us. in my email. Okay. You said subject line yep. or like, okay. I can hear myself oh. echoing, by the way. It's too late to that, do anything that's about on it. on you. Now. Oh, no. Yep. Anyway, that's definitely on you. Okay. Anyway, uh, Hometown Horrors... Put your, put your ears away. Yeah, anyway, Hometown Horrors is coming up. Uh, <laughs> so you go to our uh, Gmail, diludipod at gmail.com, and you use subject line Hometown Horrors dash your name, and then show us your story. If we like the story and we think it's super awesome, um, we will read it on the show, or we'll ask if you want to come on and read it on the show yourself for the people. Um, we have like three right now. Yes. Yeah, well, well, we have more. Please we'll more. give us more. Um, no, I'm saying we have three right now. If you want to be more. included, we need a handful more. <laughs> but we always end up getting a bunch at the very fucking end of when they're due. So if you want to for sure get yourself in, you say it like there's do homework. it now. Like it's due. It mm. is due. It is due. October thirtieth. Fuck our 25% listeners. Twenty five percent off every day. It's late. <laughs> Yep, and then um, our uh, PO box is in the description for everything. You could uh, go there, send us something fun like Mega Mind DVDs. Um, you could, or send us whatever uh, weird shit you have growing in your sock drawer. I don't know. Um, you could uh, visit uh, friends of the show, uh, Ghoulish Mortals in St. Charles, Illinois. We love them. Mention the show when you buy merch, and it'll put a smile on their face. You can use undefined graphics, Mike Lowy, for all of your photography and graphic arts needs. And then go listen to the Unplanned Podency boys over at Unplanned Podency. Uh, Is that still happening? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Mike and I did an episode a couple of weeks ago. That was, and I think I have a new a new voice that will be showing up here pretty soon. Ooh, was, hell yeah. It was a joke, but I love you, and I'm glad that's happening still. Also, yeah. go listen to Shifting Sands. Yeah, that thing has been out for two It's on years. the internet. It's incomplete. It makes no fucking but, um, sense. We don't want any of that. Go play a video game uh, where you play as a sentient tooth and you have to collect toothbrushes. Doug, what do you got for the people? Uh, you know what? Slap your peens and beans together. Just like wholeheartedly, just like do that shit. Pour it up. You don't have to talk. You don't have to like let us know you did it. I don't want to see it. But if you just do it, it's good for you. Really. Jason? Really you very have, good. Yeah, for people. Um, if you guys have heard Doug's little message here and also have read the story of Macbeth, you know that the the, uh, the lady doth protest too much. Um, but either way, stay fucking paranoid. Uh, keep your wits up. Do not ab- have sex with Hamlet. 
don't have sex with Hamlet. Whatever you do. Um, either way, just make sure that you uh, keep your wits about you. Make sure that you can coherently recognize the story when it's being told. And don't get fucked up with the details. And at all. Moot also, Oh, have sex with Pinocchio. Yeah, go do that. Moot? Bootholomew J. Simpson. What do you have? Uh, write better notes. That's a note to myself. <laughs> and then don't have ham with sex lit. Yeah, don't do that. Cheers, everybody. Did, did you say don't have sex ham? No, don't, don't have, have ham with sex Don't have ham don't with have sex lit. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, goodbye, everybody. Uh, we love you equally. Except one of you more. <laughs> Janine. My mother. I love you, mom. <laughs>